the great Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba fired up and ready. Thank you for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up as well. At 866-WE-BE-BIG. We thank you for being with us today. All right, so um, let's... Uh, we got Speedy, the real Greg Burgess. We got Helmsy here. We got Eddie Van Adler here. Uh, all in the mix. Curb Street takes your phone calls at 866 We Be Big. Look right there. Look right there. There's Bubs. Bubs. There he is. Hey, buddy. All right, so a couple things to talk about. First of all, about Speedy's health. <laughs> we care about your health. That's a great story. The Good Time Gang, kickoff hour, Speedy, Greg, and Helmsy. If you want to see them in the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events, uh, look for them in Birmingham coming up this Friday night. They'll be at the annual Christmas tree lighting event at the outlet shops of Grand River. They'll be there at the atrium. Uh, they've got uh, there's some live entertainment that'll be rolling, and of course uh, the boys will be there. So go meet Speedy, Greg, and Helmsy, and watch them light that Christmas tree to I kick know. this baby off. So that's coming up uh, this weekend. And think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Every if day. you're shopping Rick and Bubba for Christmas, the new CD is in the store now. And go uh, 25 <laughs> big ones. If you like uh, to get a hard copy of that. And that's your annual routine. Uh, it's there. It is silver because of our silver anniversary. Uh, you can grab that. Enjoy those bits from this year. If, you, if you're not a hard copy person, it'll be going to all the digital download stores uh, here in the next month or so. So just uh, be aware of that. If it happens quicker than that, I'll let you know. But the hard copies are there now. Uh, all right, so some things that we need to cover. Bubba, I know we've been through this before. And uh, with the with the dog update, everybody say. Look, we love our domesticated canines, and we've been saying on this show for for years. I don't know why people are obsessed <clears throat> with trying to put an, a, a human being age on their dog. Listen to listen, and Bubba and I are from the same <clears throat> camp. Dogs just don't live as long as humans. Okay. Hey, my dog's 12. Well, it's 12 then. Yeah. Okay. Well, people, well this that's is what old it is. for a dog. People yeah. want to compare them to humans. They want to know where they are in their mm-hmm. life. Okay. So I got that. Mm-hmm. Well, we got this story today about, hey, you've been calculating it wrong, and here's how you do it. And, I mean, my gosh, you need you know oh Warner gosh. Von Braun to come in here <clears> and, and figure it out for you. It's pretty simple. It's about seven years. If you take what the average life of a human is and the average life of most dogs, and it varies breed to breed, size, and all that, and you just kind of look at it, where is half of their life, uh, where is half of a human, what is the expectancy of all that, it still comes out to six or seven years. But they've tried to make it rocket science. Well, yeah, it's a lot I, I more with them. I don't know why it matters. Yeah, well, all you, I know is if a dog's in his teens, he's old. Yeah. yeah, right. Bubba and I were talking about this in the break. How's that dog it, old? If I have a human being that I love and they, they have eclipsed 80, I'm thinking, man, they're getting toward the end. Mm-hmm. Okay? If I see a dog and he's eclipsed 11, 12, you know, or her, you know what I say? Oh, they're getting to the end. Yeah. Well, at 11, know, at 11, that would be 77 if you just use seven years as a baseline. But I don't, that don't even come into play. I just know a dog that's 11 is getting old. That's it. And, and they, I know they, they don't but, but most I know the lifespan of dogs. Right. For I know people the who want to compare so they understand where they are on the age well, really tree. Hard. 
But there's no need to make it too complicated. Just look at it. It's doing this. How about this? Know that a, huh. know that a dog old? rarely sees 14. How hard is this? That's right. And a, and a you human get one around uh, 14 or 15. And a human. If you, if you have one that lives longer than 10, it's had a great life. Yeah. If it lives, and like you say, rarely longer than 14. When they do, it's a special situation, and they're usually not real active. How yeah. how was your lab? Four. I think fourteen, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't I remember now. All right, so you want me to do the? It was do it? Well, I know, I know. It was old. Chloe's twelve. He was right old. The which means old. Yeah. Yeah. Walks old. Yeah, and our, our other dog is about to be eleven. Yeah. So you know they're they're aging out. We got a cat that, good gracious, is is in excess of fourteen. I don't know how it's still going. Now my outside dog, I don't know how old he is because somebody dropped him off. Mm-hmm. He was a puppy, but he wasn't a little puppy. Yeah, but. Now I don't know how it is. Yeah, who cares? I don't. I mean, I, mean, he, I tell you what, some guns get, he gets around really good. If so you he go must out, be pretty young. if you go out there and he's starting to move slower and he can't oh, get around no. good, you know what you'll know? Well, he's getting old. He's getting faster, actually. Yeah, yeah they get gray. They get gray in their yeah. face like humans yeah. do, and they get their joints get bad. You can tell they can't move around right. as easy, just like many of us do. Well, I'm, I'm following the the the. Right, calculator tell, here. Speedy deal. went through the calculations. Um, and I mean, basically, they're good. saying type the dog's age into the calculator, <laughs> press enter, then multiple, multiply that number by 16. Then once you have that number, add 31, and you have what it is in in dog years. Who, who came up with this? If I'm adding 31, so, I'm putting 31 years on top of it? So, no, well, oh so like let's say – Reg, Use example Reg, you did. Like Reagan the do lab. Do three. Do three uh, like you did a minute ago. Well, okay. I had I just done 14. Okay, like, okay. Right, well, yeah, so, okay, yeah. Give so us So Reagan, Reagan, your yeah. dog. All right. And I've got this on my uh, computer, Adler, for you to take. So. Sure. All right, so let's go 14 yeah. and enter. All right, then I'm going to take that number, all right, and then I'm going to put it over here, and I'm going to multiply it times 16 and then add – 31 and he was 73 and a half years old basically right, will you do lexi now she's five she's five yeah all right let's see here see what i got to look forward to here. i want to know who all decided right. this is the way we do it though. greg i'm gonna punch somebody that, somebody that was that trying to be sharp in. you know what i'm saying so hey this is how you do I'm it times at times 16 plus 31 equals lexi is 56 oh wow she's getting up there well see if you just use the basic seven year rule on my dog he was 98 and that's right. right, but but and the that, headline it, the it, headline right. is and if I use it's six, not seven years. That's the headline of this story, yeah, which yeah. according this yeah. is his research. Right, so. and so if I use six years as the rule of thumb, he was eighty four, and he was elderly. He looked elderly. He acted mm-hmm. elderly. Give me well, twelve. Give me twelve. Uh-huh. But it was a great dog. Right. That's close. So twelve. Greg, Greg got bad news. It said Chihuahuas sometimes live to eighteen. Wow. I don't see it right here. You straight uh-huh. up, it says it. <laughs> so, to, but but wait a minute. So Lexi is five. Times seven is thirty five. I, I know what you right. Yeah, but you'll but, find but out she's younger than that. No, no. What I'm saying, no, she was. You said had her older. You yeah, had her. That's what, I, that's what I've right. noticed in all of these. 70, 70.70 is, is for twelve she'd years. Be seventy years. Old. So here's what I've noticed: the low numbers, yeah. like two or are three, amp, are older than it's you like think. forty oh, something yeah. years old or whatever. But as you increase it, and you go linear. to double yeah, digits, then it slows it has down. A curve yeah. Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's what they're saying yeah. is we're figuring it wrong. You can't just use a hard number, right? Because you're 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 trying to treat a dog as if it were human. Yeah. And it's not. 
the I DNA know. and all that. But, but the point being, some of y'all hear that today. See, sure. the early years, <laughs> the early years of this does not matter as much as the older years. Right. And if you do, it's going to track fairly right. close to the six or seven. All right. So why go through all that math? All right. So I just because it's not an exact science. I just punched in Leo's. I just age. know when dogs get in their teens, they're old. Yeah. Uh, that's all yeah. I need to know. Do you need to know more than that? I don't. I, I bet it kind of creeps me out to think my dog's seventy. You know what I mean? Right. Well, Leo is not. Twelve. He's not because he's a dog. That's he's, right. If your dog so is my 12, dog's twelve, hey, when Greg, dogs get over ten, they're on the backside. Great. Look at me in the there eyes. There it is. Look at me in the eyes. If your dog is twelve, I'm gonna tell you how old it is. Twelve. That's that's my mm-hmm. point. I mean, look, it's in the fourth quarter of yeah. life. If that's my there. point. There's if your dog is old. four, you know how old it is. It's four. If it, somebody it, looked at you and you go, "How old's that dog?" They go, "Man, she's sixteen. You go, "Sixteen? Wow." Right. You know that's really old. But if I introduce, I don't have to do a math. But if I introduce you to, to my son old. and I tell you he's sixteen, you can you can pull that off, can't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Can't you look at a sixteen-year-old son and say, "Well, I, that's not old yeah. on, in human beings," but a yeah. sixteen-year-old dog is old? Can't yeah. we figure that? Yeah, out? I don't yeah. have to have a formula. It explains it. Yeah. What's hard about this? And yeah. Greg, I would say too that that all the all stats animals. are skewed. If they live inside, they probably live to be a little older. Yeah. If you live in the country, you probably have some things there. If you live close Genetics. to a busy highway, you're not going to have much. No. Oh, there. That when I was a kid, uh, none of mine died right. of old age. Right. They died by car. Yeah. Can I tell you this strange though? disease we didn't know what it can was? I, can I tell you what I've noticed though? And and I, now let's take cars, wild animals out. I'm talking right. about if they can just, just live straight up. None none of these things that end your life prematurely. But I've noticed that the outdoor running free dogs are much more resilient than in, indoor dogs. Oh, Not always. Well, they're more active, too. Yeah. Yeah. Think so about it. Days. They exercise more, Rick, just like us. They're well, running around, I mean, playing. They, I mean, they, it seems like – I mean, I've never had to get a medication for an outdoor dog. I've yeah. only taken him because he's got had to get him sewed up a couple of times, but yeah, uh, he right. just – A lot of it has to do with the breeding of it. He really oh, the, the breed of it. Just like genetic size. A lot of indoor dogs too get uh, get joint problems from jumping up on furniture all the time. The, let me tell you, those free range dogs down the, down the farm, those free range dogs, they live forever. I mean, yeah, they're tough yeah. as nails. You yeah. Can't yeah. believe it. And, and they're also, like you said, they're not bred to be purebreds. Right. And so that that actually you, gives them a better shot. Yeah, you can get that tree a little tight, and then yeah. you see some of these oh, breeds yeah. that have. Pro- and most of them do. I mean, if you if you talk to your vet, they'll say, "Well, that this particular dog." No, you're right. Has a higher risk of no, right. filling the blank. Sure. Like we have one that has a higher risk of bladder cancer, right? And the females especially higher. And you know what? That's probably from pesticides in your yard when they go out to do their business. Yeah, well, and I've also heard you know with this obsession we have of taking breeds and putting them together, and we're trying to create these these weird dogs that we want. Most of those inherit. Uh, health problems as and, well. And also, I was told that there's no such thing as a toy anything. We're just breeding runts trying to get small. There, there's yeah. no breed called a toy right. whatever right. that's right. made up. Well, we're I we're taking really bad genetic qualities Correct. and multiplying it exactly. to get a smaller version of something we like, and that's not good healthy later on. I know this is wrong because Leo, my two-year-old, it says he's 42, and I call him digging in the backyard. What 42-year-old digs in the backyard? That's true. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Now, before we move on, Adam, out of uh, Helmsy's hometown of Glencoe, Alabama, 
the show began not far from there, 25 years ago. Come on. Adam is claiming that he has a dog that's 24 years oh, old. Oh, Adam. I mean, Adam, do you, do you think Adam doesn't realize that he actually has like a different animal? He's miscounted. Yeah, Adam, I, Adam, you don't, somebody, you don't have a dog that's 24. Well, she passed away June 21st. She'd have been 25 yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Well, like Adam, I said, you don't have one. Adam, I don't think, according, right. according to these calculations, Adam, uh, it was, see, 82 years old was, was yeah, the age. Yeah, Did you, did you, just are you that. sure about the years? Uh, 100% sure. She had never been to the vet, never uh, never had anything done to her. Just, That's some good just natural dog. But uh, what, what kind of dog was it? Yellow Lab. Yellow Lab. Wow. Yellow Lab. Do you, but when you got it, you got it as a puppy? I, when I got her, she was uh, in, anywhere between four and seven, so we really don't know how old she was. We got her in 2000. Well, yeah. well, you just, well, you said, just said you, you didn't don't... know how old she was. Now you've ruined it. No. You did know how old she was. Yeah. You, you, that's, you know, yeah. when you get one that old, she may be 27. You, you may not know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, look. The dog you, was 18. You, Adam, here's the thing. You had a, you had a dog and a, and a good long experience with it, and that's good. That's right. Uh, your dog wasn't 24. Sorry. I Y'all know to what the that. world's <laughs> oldest dog uh, You know what the record is? What, what is, is the record? Now, Greg, you're going to blow Here this completely out of the water. I know. Here we go. It was an Austra- Australian cattle dog named Bluey 30. 30? All right, let's that see what we got. That dog didn't live to be What are these new calculations? Let's see what we got. I think Buddy will make it to 30. Oh, yeah. If you don't get, get that healer. Killed by another dog. See, times mm-hmm. six. Greg said he's a healer. I said, well, can, can he bite me in the knee? Heal you. All right, that oldest I'll dog is 80, 85 and a half years old. See, that makes no sense. That makes to no me. sense. But, but, I, we I talked get, about I'm, I'm not talking but about that. So Chloe at 12 just, is 70. Right. You're screaming, dog. 24 dog is 80. Right. Or you look at the two year old dog. I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. I'm going by dogs, how old they are. No way, talking to me. no way that dog was thirty, and no way his his dog was twenty four. Uh, yeah, he just admitted that, he, that, that, that when they got it, they estimated he, the age yeah. within he four years. He there it know, is, Greg. He didn't know where he started. No, I mean, but you see, I don't care about all that. I don't care about any of that. You okay. got it. I'm, just, I'm just telling you what. The, if you that, say how was that? Dog? I want 16. you to care. <laughs> I go, my God, sixteen. You know. Yeah. I want is you that to, how you say it? Just like I want you to slightly care, but not a lot. I don't want any of the. Let me show you this. I don't care. Is that my voice? Today? You don't like that chart either. He I showed. Don't care. Who, who left that guy balls and tell him figure out how old dogs are? <laughs> who left that guy balls? I mean, what's that? Greg, that guy thinks he's sharp, and there's no way to prove it. Yes. Yeah, well, have you heard his new campaign? Either. Dog age. We're on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dog See, age. That dog See, that's got an a, old dog. He's gray, gray in face. the face. Yeah. Look, he's got that's arthritic. Cruel. That's cruel. Yeah. That dog needs to be put to sleep. Well, Probably where he's taking he's him. All right. He's, he's, he's all right. He's carrying him around. Yeah, it's, he didn't uh, even know where he is. Well, the dog's fine. He's not suffering. He's in, you don't know that. <laughs> you don't hear him at night going. <laughs> is that what Greg, take, look at that. That dog's not suffering. Oh wow, that's oh, tough. he's doing his poor he's hips. Wow. He's, his oh, hips are locked up. That, his no. hips are locked up, man. No. Gosh. Oh, all right, like, take it up with geneticist uh, Tina Wayne. Well, Tina, shut up. Tina Wang and Trey, is it Idaker? I knew it. University of California, San Diego. I don't believe anybody that claims they've got a dog older than 18. I don't believe any of it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you topping them out? That's it. I'm topping them out at 18. When you heard him, he's, he's all about 24. We got her. She was between four and seven. Well, that's a big area. <laughs> that's a big area. She's still real Your dog old. was 18. 18. I'm Somebody. bad because I don't ever remember when we got ours. Lynn, your know. dog was 18. I don't know about cats. So I don't know how old that. Well, they got how, how old they get. I don't know how oh, they. Get. I, I think they, dogs get around good. I think they. I think cats can be can usually get a little bit older. No, he's eighty five. Mm-hmm. They, they may stretch that upper limit a little bit, but not much. Not much. 
Animals? Maybe four or five years. Lynn, Lynn, Pratt, well, go ahead, Lynn. Uh-huh. Lynn, you didn't have a dog live 22? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I did. Nope. I picked her up at, uh, my husband and I went and picked her out. Uh, she We got her about, uh, about two, three weeks before my youngest son was born. And she's now 22. She's a chihuahua. No, no, they do live to be 18, it said. I got one of them. It's, they, it's, she's 80 and a half a years old. Mm-hmm. But she's 22. Now she is getting on and, some, you know. We are talking to the vet now about when the humane time is to put her down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah. you get over 20. Yeah. Good morning. All right, so uh, according to uh, the website, oldest.org, they have the 10 oldest dogs, and I think these are in the U.S. No, they're worldwide. What about Bluey? <clears throat> yeah, Bluey's, Bluey's, the, Bluey's the king on that. Yeah, yeah Bluey's the but king. Is that Bluey was here on the video? Here's the ages. No, I don't think so. Here's the ages, Rick. Hey, now, this is the oldest that they can document, okay? And certainly everybody. That was Bluey, by the way. Yeah. I told you. You think all I was on top of it? They found some All of them don't make it. For 30, he was getting around good. Look, yeah. age 22, uh, <laughs> age 23, age 24, 26. 27, now, 26 27. was that guy just called, yeah, Adam from Glencoe. Like Adam, it says uh, on there, Adam from Glencoe. 27. Glen- is Adam from Glencoe on this list? 27, 28. Oh, what if y'all didn't know but I was 100 and you didn't know? <laughs> and old Bluey, like old Bluey lived to be 29 and 160 days. Look at Bluey. There that's is. Correct. Look at that. Look at that. Get around good. That Bluey is that's, not that's 30 That's not Bluey, though. Yeah, it is. Adler said it not was. A, not in this picture. Adler said it's Adler Bluey. said that's Bluey. Look, look at Look at Bluey. Look at Bluey. That dog is not thirty. The, well, he may not the be. Picture, in this Rick, the picture. Rick, call Bluey over. The picture. No, the picture in here of Bluey. No. You're not riding a horse. Well, that's how you call him. <laughs> Looks older. Leave it. <laughs> what did you just say? That's what I tell the little buddy. Leave it. <laughs> and he'll, he'll look at you like, I'm sorry. Wow. If you don't get to leave it, he's gone. He's gone to the chickens again. What My, about Bluey? Mine run from me when I ask him who did it. Hey, who did this? <laughs> Gone. You're old yours. You don't huh? have any idea, hud. My, I think Leo is two, and I think he said he was forty-two. Hey, hey guy, can I tell you if the dog's thirty, it don't matter how I call him, he can't hear it. Yeah, right. That's a fact. Mm, that's a fact. They lose that hearing. Ain't no dog thirty. I keep saying, I yeah, that's a long time. Well, Leo's forty-two. Everybody uh, believe it. Leo's forty-two, and Jack is. Let's see. You watch. I will. I'll, I'll, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take Buddy in two years and claim he's 31, and I'm gonna have camera crews come out. Wow. and Everybody's gonna shoot video of him. Won't nobody follow up on it. Yeah, how they, <laughs> won't, won't nobody question it, huh? How Jack's 56. What, what if y'all look and I move to the top of the list, oldest dog in the world, Buddy, and I just claimed he was 32? <laughs> I bet you wouldn't one person go to paperwork. They wouldn't do anything. <laughs> I'd be sitting there holding. Man, this is amazing. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Ooh, it brings me 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, mypillow.com, Mike Lindell, and the Rick and Bubba show. If you, if you haven't heard the episode of Rick and Bubba University where we interview Mike Lindell, what, a, what an incredible story. But uh, what an incredible um, company that he has, has built. And, and there's a lot of free free opportunities right now if you're shopping for christmas man we got you covered at mypillow.com go there and click on the radio specials and here's what we're gonna you know we've been talking about those giza dream bed sheets and man they are the most comfortable sheets uh, that you've ever had did you know right now if you buy a set of the giza dream bed sheets at mypillow.com under radio specials you'll get another set for free 
And then not only that, but anything else in your cart before you leave, then will be shipped for free as well. So buy some Giza Dream Sheets, which you'll love. Get another set for free, which you can gift or keep for a backup. And then you also get free shipping, even if you went and added other things to the cart, like the buy one, get one free on the premium MyPillow or the 30% off uh, their new washcloths and towels. Uh, use the promo code Bubba in all this by going to MyPillow.com, clicking on Radio Specials. So uh, last night I started getting it. Everybody was sending me this, and we were talking about it, that apparently, and again, Bubba even has some connections with some of the uh, higher-ups there at Chick-fil-A to see if we can get this story to be, if if not confirmed, but even if it's confirmed, maybe clarified. Because, uh, you know, we want to be fair and be sure that we have everything right, but it does appear uh, that this story seems to be correct, that Chick-fil-A has announced, so that means it's coming from them, uh, that they will focus on donating uh, to initiatives that further its mission of nourishing the potential in every child in 2020, which is it's fine, it's great, but they will no longer be giving to two organizations that they had previously received backlash uh, for donating to them in previous years. Now, I was ready for these to be you know, some pretty controversial Christian organizations, Fellowship of Christian Athletes and the Salvation Army. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's shocking, isn't it? Yeah. That just seems very odd to, that they would back out of that. Um, they, you know, they have been, you know, attacked by a lot of these left wing groups historically, mm-hmm. mainly because of their view of, of 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 marriage from a biblical standpoint, right? Because they they have a Christian uh, underpinning there, and the they have weathered these, they have prospered through these. These have not been a thorn in their business side. They've actually done very well. People have turned out to support them against that. That's why I, f- I just felt like it was very strange when we heard that they were giving in to this uh, pressure and changing because I thought they had already won the battle, and why back up now, so to speak? And we know from past history that this will not work. This is a form of appeasement to these groups, and they are never satisfied. Once they see that oh, you no. will back up, no, they no. will only bring more pressure to it, do further yep. and more things. It appears that whoever is running Chick-fil-A now, I, I just figured that, that, that Truett is rolling in his grave, whoever is in charge now, it, this is the first time. I remember when I was riding in the car, I still remember where I was, when Coca-Cola decided to change their formula to taste more like Pepsi. Do you remember this? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I remember a representative from Pepsi, the, what, I will never forget his statement. He said, we have been staring at each other for decades, and today Coca-Cola blinked, meaning right. they're, they're admitting that we taste better than they do, yeah. and they want to be more like us as opposed to us trying to be more like them. Now, that turned out to be a disaster for Coca-Cola, yeah. but they turned it around, they got back on their feet, and they, they are still the number one soft drink. What what Bubba just said is 100% right. If the people at Chick-fil-A even remotely give ground to LGBTQ pressure, if that's what this is about, because they claim that these two organizations somehow were suppressing uh, members of the LGBTQ community. Guys, can I tell you all this? Because this is what everybody, especially on the far left, is claims to believe. Of course, they don't. They claim because their actions mean they don't really believe this. If Christians are living out their Christian faith, that's not suppressing anybody. That's being devoted to your faith. And I I thought y'all celebrate people being who they want to be and living themselves to the maximum. Are Christians not included in that? 
Now, certainly no one should harm another person they disagree with, and there's nothing in the biblical mandate to go out and, and try to harm people who do not adhere. Now, is God's wrath coming on anybody in any place, not just in marriage and not just in sexuality, but in any, you know, if you look at the list of those that will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, there's more people on that list than just gay people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, you know, like I said, it's some, the sexual immoral are there, whether that be heterosexual or homosexual, and, and so are a list of, of other things. So it, it certainly doesn't require extra redemption, but it's not some special sin that somehow gets passed. And, and, if, and if people are just living that out, saying this is just, we adhere to God because we want to be in the right standing with him, even if we're not in the right standing with, with a group of human beings, uh, whether that be, you know, no matter what the situation. And Chick-fil-A, to Bubba's point, had made that pretty clear, even had uh, one of the, uh, the activists for the LGBTQ community, because in that time, I don't think Q was on there. Mm-hmm. I think it was just LGBT yeah. and, and Q and, and yeah. whatever all is there. There's so many letters, you can't get them all in now. But 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 you know the organization yeah. I'm talking about. And he went to the Chick-fil-A Bowl with Truett and, and his family and came away saying, these are just people living out their faith. They're, they're, not, they're not mean to us. They're not out to, to, to do harm to us. They're living out their faith on the platform they have as 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 Christian business people, period, and he kind of backed off. And look, every attempt to boycott Chick Fil A never works. I mean, this morning I was upset with what looks like them backing up a little bit, but we still ordered Chick Fil A for breakfast. Now I know how it feels to be gay and not be able to stop eating Chick Fil A. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's like I, I'm, I'm thinking. I hope I don't have to be called to boycott this because I don't want to. I'm not a big boycott guy anyway, but but that because I believe I can get here and agree or disagree with with anyone, but. Um, but I think I think this is this is very very foolish if it's true because the LGBTQ plus whatever all's there, and I'm not talking about individuals who are just trying to live out their life, individuals who may respectfully disagree, individuals that do not adhere, or, or and then there's some that say they don't think the Bible says what it says, or you can't trust the Bible on this. Whatever, if you're just trying to live out your life, and we can agree to disagree, and let's keep working to communicate. That's not what I'm talking about. But when you talk about the activist, I, I have been in their crosshairs. I think they've kind of given up on sharing me because they realize that no matter what they bring against us, we're still going to stand on the principles, and all it does is give us a platform to keep pointing to what God has said. But, but but we have been in the crosshairs of this, and if you think giving this ground is going to be enough, mm-hmm. all you've done is give them hope. Yep. And now, and now they, they, it'll never be enough. There'll be blood in the water, and the sharks will go into a frenzy, mm-hmm. and they'll do everything they can do. And every little move you make, they'll say, not enough, not enough, not enough. It will never be enough. And and it's a huge mistake. And now the base, you know, Babylon, exactly. Babylon B already, you know, they, they don't waste any time uh, before they they get um, – before they, before they can come out with, uh, you know, something very funny. Uh, so, so we have uh, the South. Uh, this is Babylon Bay yesterday, and this really is it in a nutshell. Humor a lot of times makes some of the greatest points. Mm-hmm. Chick Fil A trades adoring Christian fans for outraged mob that won't be appeased until their every demand is met. So you've taken the people that that really you've made your hey that put you at number three right behind McDonald's and Starbucks. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. now in a meeting. I'll be like, so we're going to betray our base right. to try to cater to a minority. And I got news for you. That minority is still eating your chicken sandwiches. Yeah, absolutely. Everywhere there's been an attempt to boycott you, it hasn't worked. No. 
And uh, and so I, I don't understand this move, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say maybe there's something about it I don't understand. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's that. not exactly as it appears. Now that's hard for me to come to that conclusion since it appears to be quotes from them. But um, yeah, and 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 this is the thing you got to watch too. Now this is a quote directly from Chick Fil A, and it does not address the LGBTQ directly. But listen to this, and this is this is concerning. Additionally, the foundation talking about their charitable wing, 32 million by the way they handed out last year will no longer make multi-year commitments and will reassess its philanthropic partnerships annually to allow maximum impact. Now, don't miss this next line. And, and I think that that's, that's probably wise in any business. But don't miss this next line. What you said so far. These partners could include faith-based and non-faith-based charities. Now, at first you say, well, Rick, they're just talking about like United Way. They're opening the door. You write this down. Yeah. They're going to open the door that they're going to give money to a group that, that a lot of you are going to be shocked by to try to appease them. Because you think the LGBTQ is going to just go along with no Salvation Army, no fellowship. When did Fellowship of Christian Athletes and Salvation Army become these anti – I mean, when did they suppress anyone? Yeah, Salvation Army actually released a statement this morning saying that, <clears throat> I mean, they don't know where Chick-fil-A got their facts from. Right. And um, so, uh, yeah. So they're they're saying that they uh, they 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 said they provide poverty relief to all communities, including LGBTQ populations. Uh, how we have been accused of suppressing anyone in the LGBTQ community? They don't know where that's even come from. Uh, and Fellowship of Christian Athletes, I I, I I I do a lot of work with them. I don't even I've never even heard this mentioned. I I don't mm, even. <laughs> so it seems bizarre, uh, and I, I I hope it's not what it appears, because if your attempt is let's try because I told Bub because we were talking about it in his office today, you know what is it that they would even be concerned about? But the but it is true. Now you should expect this. This is this is mm-hmm. biblical as well. Mm-hmm. That you know you hear every every month or so we get another college that doesn't want it to be on their college campus, and they protested. No, you can't bring it here and. Certain places we're not going to have a Chick Fil A in this mall, but da 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 da, and it could be that some of the younger people that have taken over they don't like dealing with that, and they'd like for that to go away. Now it's foolish because that comes with the territory. You know, one thing the Bible also says that all who choose to live a a God fearing, godly life will be persecuted. I mean, that's I think it's Second Timothy three twelve. He says, be sure and tell everybody that all who choose to live a godly life will be persecuted. Right. As a matter of fact, I look at my life. If it's running too smooth, I wonder if I'm in the will of God. <laughs> you know, so so it's um, um, so I um, I don't I don't know what this is, but if it if it's a strategy to appease this group, they will never be appeased. And I would be real careful anytime you get more concerned about appeasing any human beings. Maybe. At the cost of now being not in the proper relationship with God, I'd much more I'd be much more concerned about appeasing God than appeasing people. And uh, hopefully, this is not as bad a strategy as it appears to be. We'll be right back. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes to the top of the hour. Obviously, phone calls are, are coming in, and we'll take some of those uh, right now. Um, Bubba and I both are, are trying to look at this. Something something doesn't feel right about the story. but and, and, you know, we do have a fake 
news media, and mm. I, you know, I'm trying to. Um, I, I know that things are changing in a lot of places. Um, That's just, the understatement. Isn't it? it just the chick. This move by Chick Fil A for that reason doesn't make sense. So. I'm trying to fully understand this, and I'm reading there's a couple of articles kind of pushing back on this a little bit. One of them said that the Chick-fil-A president and chief operating officer, Tim uh, Tosopopoulos. Yeah, that's quite a name. I saw that. Yeah, a lot of vowels in it. uh, Said the company had initiated multi-year charitable giving contracts with FCA and Salvation Army a number of years ago. That sounds like something that happened before he was in charge. Those contracts expired this year. And in other words, Chick-fil-A was obligated to give them so much money. Chick-fil-A was, had this opportunity to reorganize their giving for the first time in many, many years. Chick-fil-A used this opportunity to restructure their charitable giving model, instead focusing on local nonprofits and individual communities, moving away from multi-year commitments to big national groups, okay? Um so I guess they're saying year to year they want to be able to change it, which is probably wise on their their part to do and that. And pause. The only thing I would say to that, and I certainly understand that, is the clarification that everyone wants there, did you pivot right, because, because you were pressure. pressured right. by LGBTQ? Because for some reason— They're not addressing that. The, for some reason, and I still can't figure this out from the LGBTQ standpoint, if somebody could research that and help me with that, why they targeted— Chick-fil-A support of FCA and Salvation Army is something that they were repulsed by. I don't right. know, I don't know why. I mean, no. I'm looking at this, somebody says now, they're saying in this story the only the only reason right now that they're saying or they're tying to that is that they were multi-year deals. In other words, they were obligated to give money to them. They're saying they got a fresh slate, they're going to look at everything year to year now. Okay? I understand that part of it. But okay. I don't know why you would end your support to them, other than maybe you feel like you need to, to give in other places. Now, a couple of them that they're the, the as they said in the, the statement, they're going to focus on education, hunger, and homelessness. Um, they have committed this year to give to Junior Achievement USA, which supports local education and Covenant House International to combat homelessness. Uh, Chick-fil-A will also donate $25,000 to a local food bank every time it opens a new location. Um, now, he goes on to say here, uh, or the person writing this article, it's definitely possible that Chick-fil-A chose to shift its donations in part to pressure from LGBT That needs to be clarified. And their allies. But money is still flowing to causes and potentially channeled even more effectively at the local level. As long as that's the case, cries of betrayal seem a bit unfounded. Well, now, that's according to this article, right. and it is, let me give, tell you where it came from. Uh, it's from a magazine called Here's What's Actually Going On with the Chick-fil-A Charitable Giving Controversy. Well, how do you explain this statement? That's the name from, of a magazine? From Tassopoulos. No, that's what I'm going with. The new, the Tassopoulos. new, the new CEO, right? says, the current president and CEOs, both mentioned they go. Now, explain this to me. The foundation will be open to partnering with faith-based charities in the future, but that none of the organizations have anti-LGBT positions. Right, so okay, I don't have that in my story. This is from Christianity Today. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in show notes at rickandbubba.com, and it lays out a ton of these quotes from him, and that's one that's very concerning that, to me. Well, see, now that, that statement. And that co- is concerning. What I would say to Tephalopoulos, or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. what I would say to him, if you bend on FCA and Salvation Army, because you somehow, and I still haven't figured it out. Matter of fact, I, yeah. It, what what is their it, big stand there again? In 2018, uh, somebody sent this because you can see what Chick Fil A lays out every year. In 2018, the Salvation Army got 115 thousand dollars from Chick Fil A for its Angel Tree program. Right. That, that's for children who yeah. need right. need need things for Christmas. Yeah. And, How is that? Controversial and then FCA, FCA, they were a biggie. They got 1.6. And listen to this. Now, now picture now, now you're going to get a counter-protest. Do you know what that was for? To provide week-long sports camps for underserved youth, mainly at historically black colleges and universities. So now Chick-fil-A is going to say, now we're out of helping the African-American kids that are in bad situations. Because we don't, we don't, there's some, where's this tied to FCA and anti-LGBTQ our Salvation Army, but let's let's say that his statement sounds pretty straightforward. It's a straight quote from the guy from so, the CEO. So you're can you? So what's going to happen now yeah. is you now say I'll do faith based as long as they don't adhere to the biblical standard that Truett adhered to, who who started this whole thing. Right. Okay. So we're going to change standing for that standard. Well, here's what's going to happen: every single time you give to a faith based organization, you're going to it's going to have to be now past the test. Yeah. Of the LGBTQ, and every time they're going, they'll say, "Well, we got rid of Salvation Army and FC. Now let's go get rid of this. Let's go get rid of that. And we're going, we're going to find ways. If they can point FCA and Salvation Army to it, they won't have much trouble pointing let, anybody to let it. Let me That's ask right. you this, and I may because be totally. It, eventually, if it gets back to you are a, you believe the Bible is has has no error, and that God's standard is man and woman, male and female, and that's His standard for marriage. If you're a if you're a faith based organization. Now, I know there's some places, there's churches operating this weekend that think God didn't say what he said or you can't believe the Bible, but that that's false teachers and false prophecy. So I I just think you're opening up a door for a mess. Let, let me ask you this, and, and I may be totally wrong, and I haven't researched this and I need to look at it, but wasn't didn't the Salvation Army kind of go off the ranch uh, on, on some of this anyway a long time ago like Boy Scouts did? Well, that's wasn't they one of the groups that said we're not going to address this issue anymore, or or even endorse? In their statement, it seemed like they were saying that that I just read. You know, it's, yeah. and, and, and I might be wrong, but there there, there was several companies or charities at the top level who had changed their whole outlook on a lot of this due to pressure. Mm-hmm. And I thought Salvation Army was one of them. Well, so many people are emailing or saying they are Chick Fil A. If this is what it looks like, they're making the same mistake Boy Scouts of America made. It'll never be enough. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Intern Curb Street, all here this hour. We're about to get your phone calls to start the hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Before we uh, get to the phones, we'll kind of tell you if you just joined us. By the way, Popeye's just announced they will now be closed on Sunday. 
and they are now donating to the Salvation Army and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, we, we've talked about the Chick-fil-A story. It, it broke uh, last night. It seemed like when I started getting stuff about it. Uh, we've kind of looked at every angle we can on it. Uh, I know a lot of you want to talk about it. Jenny is standing by in Montgomery. She's listening to I-92 WLWI. Jenny, Jenny. Go, Jenny, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's Jeremy, but it's okay. <laughs> Jeremy? I can be, I can oh, be Jenny. It, yeah, no, it, it is Jeremy. He left the E out, so when I looked up on the board with my bad eyesight, like I said, Jenny, so I'm <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. It really does. No. Uh, Jenny, Jenny, it's, you sound like a dude. Duh. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jeremy, go ahead. It's just sad how you – know, I don't know what Chick-fil-A is going to do, but as a society and as a people, it just seems like we just look for ways to forfeit grace. You know, that we trade stability for instability. We trade justification for accusation. And we have a we have a, a Savior that says, I've forgiven your sins that you've committed, and I'm going to forgive things that you don't even know you're going to commit. And we trade that for something that says, you know what? If you slip up in the future, we're going to come get you. And if you did something when you were 13 in high school, we're going to come get you. Now, now how, did, really how, does just, that, how does that tie to Chick-fil-A? I'm just talking about this, the appeasement of some like culture in general. To, yeah, yeah, just the culture in general. Yeah, I, it's it's the thing I, I guess is just so odd about it is, and I said this in the break. If this continues down this road, you have to understand this this thing that we also try to do, where we say I want to somehow be redeemed uh, by the grace and mercy that God has afforded me in Jesus. Now, I certainly don't want to go to hell, but now all this other stuff about obedience and it may cost me something and I may be persecuted for it. And I don't, I don't, is there a way I can get around all that and not, you know, I don't, I don't like the discomfort of that. Um, you know, and, and, you know, as you know, what we have to remember, I'm sure Jesus didn't like the discomfort of the sin that, that we nailed him to the cross with either. Uh, but, and we certainly can't earn our salvation, but there is kind of, it kind of demands a response. And there, and and then when people say, you know, the scriptures lay out, and it says this is what my people should look like, and this is what they shouldn't look like, uh, in, because of who I am, not because of you know some code of conduct that you now have mastered out of your great self control, but but then but we try to, I guess, to the the point of the caller, then we try to we become what I think the Bible warns about: we become grace abusers, and and we take things, but God has never said that we are to com- to compromise Him to be in His perfect will. Look, this thing on marriage, everybody's really upset about it. So we're going to kind of tone that down a little bit. But because here's what's going to happen, and I said it in the break. The LGBTQ is going to say, closed on Sunday. Why? Well, we closed on Sunday because we were founded by the Kathy family, and they were devout Christians, and they wanted to, on the Lord's Day, to not work or have others work, to devote a day to him. Lord's Day. So who's the Lord? Uh, Jesus. Well, who is Jesus. Well, Jesus is God. God. Well, what does God say about marriage? Well, God says that that it's not good that man's alone, and then he said he will make for man a helper fit for him, which means that everything he created up to that point, including a man, was not a perfect helper fit for a male, so he made woman. Oh, really? Did he? So that's the God that being closed on Sunday y'all are honoring? Yes. Well, we can't have that. Now you're anti-LGBTQ because you're closed on Sunday. You, you see where this goes? 
And uh, and and so you you hey guys, let me give everybody a heads up. If you're a follower of Jesus and you're a Christian, God's standard for marriage is a man and a woman, and you don't have to apologize for that. You don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be hateful about it. Uh, you 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 certainly can balance it with hey, I, I I love you, but I don't love you more than I love God. Okay, and I'm not. I can't. I, loving, I can't. No, somebody demanding that I compromise God in order to be in a relationship with them, then I have to pick God. It's, this is my devotion to God. It's not anti you. And you don't have to apologize for that. You don't. Hey, you don't have to apologize for that. As a matter of fact, God says, "Don't apologize for that." Right. Anyone who will not stand and acknowledge me before men, I will not acknowledge before the Father. Which means you are going to have times that you have to choose. You're talking about the Bible talks about it all the time? <laughs> That's exactly what that statement do, do, means. Do y'all realize Jesus is not a hippie? I, I have to say this over and over again. I had learned that myself, okay? You realize he goes on in a discussion in, in Luke where he says, I have not come to bring peace during, during the fall in time. Now, I'm eventually bringing peace to the world, meaning I'm bringing you redemption. But that didn't mean that I'm bringing peace among these fallen people in this fallen world. As a matter of fact, I've brought a sword, and you're going to see that your devotion to me will divide people against you. But remember, they hate me. They don't hate you. But you will be hated. Because you're mine. Hey, your own family will turn against you. So I divide families up. I divide workplaces up. I divide the workplace. uh, I mean, I, I divide businesses up. I divide churches up. When people start trying to argue over me and devotion to me, um, and, and I think we're forgetting that part that that's really what you've done. If you declared to follow Jesus, you've declared that you're now worthy of persecution and that's part of it. And it's only going to get worse. Can I let everybody know something according to scripture in the last days, whatever that means, you know, Peter tells us in second Peter, you know, a, a thousand years is a day to God, which means that really redemption was accomplished only two days ago. Okay, so so I don't know his timeline, but it, he says in the last days, evil will not get better; evil will just get worse. Yep. And then the the persecution of those of you who follow me will only intensify. In America, see, we're kind of late on all that. We don't get persecuted a lot. We've been protected from that. Hey, and you can't handle the LGBTQ or any organization being mean to you. You think that's persecution? You think that makes you a martyr? So much so you want it to end? Mm. Hey, I hate to quote Bachman Turner Overdrive. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> and some of y'all are not going to make it. it it's going to be so much worse than this. We're nowhere near where it's going. And we may die before that, but our children will face it. You know, you see the little inklings of it right now. Instead of the church being the answer to the problem, the church is the problem. They're mean. They just want to the hateful. Hateful. <laughs> hate speech in the word of god uh we continue uh jimmy at lake martin jimmy go ahead hey guys how are you we're great we're good. how you doing buddy uh, doing well i i, I think uh, you're, you're kind of missing the point and you're 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 drawing conclusions where they don't exist okay, let, I, let, I don't let me know sometimes let me sometimes quote, when quote, writer, quote the ceo again yeah i want to know i need you to point us out on that um all right, well, what I'm talking about, when it, you know how sometimes the wide receiver drops the ball and the defensive back starts starts pounding his chest and acting like he's won something? Well, you pointed out here that the two charities that they're highlighting really are not anti-LBGT at all. 
But these are the two, and, and what you're seeing is the liberal media is pounding their chest and saying, look, we won. Chick-fil-A's caved. And that's not what's happened at all. If they wanted to attack LBGT, they could have picked two other charities. They could have picked a bunch of them. And, and, and you're allowing the media here to, to turn this into something that it's not. Well, the, and, the president's yeah, I, statement. I, I, I don't think you've heard the whole discussion. Yeah, here's the president's statement. Jimmy, Maybe you can help us with yeah, this. Yeah, Jimmy, help me with this statement because I do want you to help me with this statement from the new president of Chick-fil-A. The foundation will be open to partnering with faith-based, faith-based charities in the future, but that none of the organizations have anti-LGBT positions. So help me with that. I didn't hear him say that. Okay. Well, then, well, and I didn't but, hear but, but he did, and but, that's the whole point. That, I, I, I can't say that he didn't, but I just that's a wouldn't quote straight from him. other charities. I mean, he has an op- they Jim, have the opportunity to give money to whoever they want to. Right. Well, that, that, but I have a right to say I disagree with how you're handling this. I think this is a mistake if you're faith-based. It is yeah, a mistake. And, and right. Jimmy, we, we started this whole thing by saying that these reports are out we are trying to give Chick-fil-A the benefit of the doubt in this. We're trying to understand it. And this is just part of us unpacking it, looking at these news stories and looking at these quotes, assuming that they're reported correctly from the president of the company. And on the bigger picture, Jimmy, which is what I was just talking about. Now, surely you see that the church, faith-based organizations everywhere are crumbling to the pressure of the LG. If you don't think the... the, the ch- I can't the, argue that. No, yeah, I'm not arguing yeah, that. I just don't think that that is related well, the, but, but the CEO just said it was. Yeah, that's a direct quote from yeah. him. If the, if that quote is accurate, and we'll yeah. certainly be trying accurate. to verify it. Yeah, uh, I'd like to know more about that quote. Yeah, I would too. But, but what I read in a couple of different articles this morning, I did not see that quote. Well, well, go, I, I didn't either. Go to rickandbubba.com. The article is there. It's from Christianity Today. I've got many things there uh, from them right. before that's pretty accurate. Yeah, go to show notes at rickandbubba.com. Christianity uh, yeah, Today be, is, is quoting I, that. I can do that. Yeah, that yeah I can do that. I just We don't need to make this one issue our entire focus as believers. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah, but, right yeah, right yeah, but, 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 but it's included, though. I mean, yeah. that, that's <laughs> well, the part you oh, got. We, we also can't ignore it and act like that, that okay, we're, we're really upset with the adulterer. Which, which we need to be. We're really upset with the fornicator. We're really upset here. Yep. Now, now, but the gay and lesbian people, we're going to give them a pass because they make trouble. I mean, you, And we shouldn't do that. No, it should all be – they don't deserve to be treated differently than any sexual sin, but they also don't get a pass. Right. And, and, that, and that, that's all that's, – I mean, how hard is that to understand? And what we're doing is we're trying to give a pass because it's difficult. You know, it's, it's – uh, you know – the adulterer doesn't hasn't put together an adulterer, you know, we, we, we can be, this is how we were born group. The fornicators haven't put together Fornication Appreciation Month because they're, they're not trying to justify what they're doing. But it's a little different when you yeah. get to this organization. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Boom! It brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. We're back. 23 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. So um, we'll see. I'm sure as this story unfolds over the next uh, few weeks, uh, we'll get more clarity. And the clarity may say, hey, hey so, so this this maybe is not as, as bad as it looks. 
or it may become more clear that it's exactly what it appears to be. But I do think that the CEO needs to clarify the statement because it is that statement that is causing the headlines. You know the, and and we were kind of breaking it down here in the break, trying to figure it out. Uh, let me let me read this one more time. The president said uh, he told the magazine that the foundation will be open to partnering with faith based charities in the future. Okay, we know what faith based charities usually come with. That's some type of faith base. Okay, mm-hmm. the in the name, but that none of the organizations will have anti LGBT positions. What does that so mean? yeah, I'm I'm trying. That's where the clarity needs he, to come. Is he saying? And and there's a couple of different ways he could say it. He, he he could mean that well, if they're not all encompassing and agree and support LGBT positions, we're not supporting them. Or maybe he is saying, and maybe this is where we're, there's some confusion. Maybe he's saying that we're not going to support uh, organizations that come out and attack and go after these people uh in in a derogatory way now now you say well how can how can that <laughs> how can that be like from a church standpoint well i would say like our church does not have an anti lgbt position but they're not pro that and they're not pro sin well, now, and they're saying that neither does that, the salvation army or fca by right. the way uh, the, and what they would say is look you know Forgiveness is open to everybody who comes and asks for redemption, which means changing 180 degrees. It doesn't mean you can come in with a sin nature, a sin idea, and say, I'm going to change God's standard. We're kind of, it's kind of a minutia of words there, the way you look at it, but I hope that's where the confusion is. Well, but then again, you get back, and, and I'm with you, it has to be clarified, but would you say that my church? is defined as having an anti-LGBTQ because you cannot be a member of our church unless you renounce it as sin, and you certainly cannot be married there. The the LGBT community would probably say my church is anti-LGBT. My church family would not say that they're anti that. Right, but, but what does the CEO mean by it? That's the question. That's the That's question. The question. But, now, by the same token, my church family would say we're not pro-LGBT. We are sinners saved by sin, looking for redemption. Or saved by grace. Yeah, saved by grace, looking for redemption. So, but again, it does not mean you can have an LB, an LGBT, whatever lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you are a worshiping, practicing Christian, that's not what it looks like, because it's defined as a sin in the Bible. Does the Bible call uh, those who are lovers of of God to be anti-sin? Yes, but you you see how the 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 way that you would say it or position it could be looked at different ways. That's all I'm saying about. Well, it. Well, but I'm talking about how they're going to look at it. If your church does not say you can come here, we, be, be we on, will be not a, be on the staff, be no, a member of the church. No, you can't get married here. Can't do that. And it, but can't I'm telling you, the LGBTQ would look at that as anti. As anti, right? And it, and then they would. But tell, the then, church family would not look at that as anti. They would look at it. As we're not going to uh, we're not going to okay that and promote that, but it's just like all the rest of us. There, we're, mm-hmm. we're sinners, and we need to to adhere to God's standard, not ours. Oh, there's no. But doubt now that. the LGBT community would not see it that way. 
they would definitely be a difference. So then they, they then they would run to the, the new CEO and say, well, that they would count that as anti. Yeah, and I'm then, sure and, they and would. Then, and then here comes the pressure. Oh yeah. And then they would say, well, you said you weren't going to give to any faith based organizations that were anti. This is anti. Well, I guess anti is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Or semantics. Yep. The uh, it's uh, so so the uh, and I, I'm just you know I'm just trying to you. I'm trying to figure out. Because none of it makes sense, and, and that's that's about as far around I can go to get there to try to make some logic out of it. Yeah, we because I desire logic in all this, and I, I unfortunately in our country now it's a lost art. It is. It is. Let me let me be clear to everybody because we certainly have great respect for especially the Kathy family, and of course they're you know they're they're not all that involved anymore. Um, but I will I will say this: we we will give this, and you'll hear this loud and clear. We'll give Chick Fil A the benefit of the doubt, and we'll see. We'll see if they clarify this, and then and, and based then, on past performance is why we do that. That's right. that's an allowable thing. Now the CEO statement is is tough to get around. It's confusing at best, and I think and it, the timing may be. This may be where he said this, and we have the charitable givings coming up at the same time, and that's not good timing. I don't know, or right. maybe he said this because of that. I don't. Because, we're hoping it, but, we're hoping but, for a. It a doesn't look good that there are yeah. places that will not allow them to open up stores. Airports in America, though Baltimore, yeah. I think, was one of yeah. them. And now all the they sudden, certainly get persecuted for their devotion to faith. Right, that's right out of the Bible. Sure, but but let, let me go back. Now they'll be able to do this if they if they start doing that. Then well, let's go back that to what. Our let me go back to what Bubba said. If, if it's interpreted the way that we hope it's interpreted, then FCA and Salvation Army would have met the criteria. Absolutely. But see, the Salvation Army won't let you be on their leadership if you're if you're openly gay. Correct. Right. And FCA will not let you be one of their coaches, and you cannot be one of their people. Well, is some of that, though, tied to the fact that they had a multi-year contract and they were just trying to get out of it so they didn't renew yeah. it? Possibly. But those statements and that I coming know. together, it just, I know. It doesn't, it doesn't look, the optics doesn't look good. We'll be optics. back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We are back, and we thank you for being with us. Are you looking to fill a job? Uh, you got to make the right hire. Look, and sometimes you know what you can do because you're being hassled. Gosh, I'm, I'm like this. Have you ever been hassled and pressed on something and you just make a, a rash decision just to get it off your plate? You're like, oh, well, I should have thought that through more. Well, a hire can go that way, so don't let the pressures of all the things you're having to do with your company uh, you know, make you kind of a, a shoot-ready-aim hire. Uh, that's why you need to use LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. It's the best place to post your job. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with those hard and soft skills that you're looking for, things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. They help you look beyond the work skills and put your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. They've done all the hassle. All you got to do is get your opportunity in front of these people. So go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. You pay whatever you want, but the first $50 that you have to spend is going to be on us. That's at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so we're about to uh, to get into this, and there's video to go. Now, sometimes I don't respond to these type of, of, um, of emails because in the past, 
hey, here's a piece of video of a news anchor breaking wind, and you look at it, and it's kind of like, eh, yeah, maybe, not yeah. real sure that's what happened. Somebody's added a sound effect, or, or this they just made a face. But you guys are telling me we're now about to delve in to what we think Really is somebody. This one's getting a lot of, of attention. Yeah. So, and, so, so kind of, Speedy, take me through where we're going. No, I'm going to let Greg take this. I'm right. not sure who. Uh, he's some. He was on US MS, N, MSNBC, correct? Yeah, let's yeah. not let Speedy, because Speedy described him in the break. And what, what is yeah. It? Well, well, Speedy, but anyway, he's we've had the, fun with this guy before. Oh, okay. representative. He's being I want to say he's out of California. I'm not and sure. if you'll watch him in the middle of it. He he lets one go. Well, they're they're accusing him of it, and he does have this pause on his face. Like, I mean, this is his legitimate one that I've seen. All right, yeah. So you think this may be legit? It may be. All, All right, right. Now we'll have to be quiet. Now it's it's well, you're going to hear it, uh, but it's not that long. All right, uh, courtesy of MSNBC. Okay. <clears throat> Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election, <laughs> and the complaint that I've heard from Republicans. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election, <laughs> and the complaint that I've heard from Republicans. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. And the complaint uh, that I've heard now, from Republicans. Now, now Greg no thinks way. it's real he because does raise of the way he talks. Is that an Taxpayer edit, dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. <laughs> now, they're the saying it's not an edit. Now, whether it was somebody making a noise. That's and, a good you know, one either way. But if you, the, the quality of the video changes when he does that. Have you noticed? Um, I don't yeah, know. That's, that's just on me. That's on me. Let me find a, a one that's not half loaded like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so the, because we got to look if at all, look, all angles. <laughs> but now we'll say this: he does. That's what we he do does kind of break it down like the Magruder film. <laughs> he sets up, and there's a slight pause, like. <laughs> Uh, y'all. The Ukrainians to help them cheat. <laughs> and the complaint that I've heard from Republican taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. You know what that could be? It could be a chair slide. Chair that, yeah. Because yeah. you know, a lot of times. And the complaint that I've heard from Republican taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. It sounds like a wooden chair on a marble floor. It is funny, though. It is funny. It is funny. Has he said anything? Has he responded? He laughed about it. He said he didn't do it. He said, he didn't, he didn't have anything. It certainly looks like it. that. Either somebody there in the studio or something. I don't know. Maybe, but now that I listen, it does sound like a chair slide. We also and have there another, in a marble floor there in the Capitol funny, building. Though. Y'all got you know how see, that see if this. See if you can hear hear anything out of this one, Rick. No, you this is out here? of Skype. No Skype. Right, Skype it's taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> that the president used. Tax- that's so good. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, hey, I love how Rick Potter's in that. So yeah, yeah, he really does. Pop Can I have that one one more time? Yeah. Okay. Okay. To ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republican taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republican taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. How Eh, that's but good. Everybody's no. having fun with it. So yeah. he's, well, I know one person it is. Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> what do you think the first thing Greg was talking about? Because like, no, normally when in. you get those, you you can't. You're going what? I can't. You know. He's saying you're saying by the way his body it, moved. It does sound like a chair somewhere sliding. Or you know how, when I grab my coffee cup over here. Yeah. And it, and it I grab and it spins. Yeah. It does yeah. the same thing. Because yeah. y'all look at me and I'm like it's coffee cup. Well, Greg. No. That why, sounds why like we, a wooden chair he bumped against on a marble floor. But it does, yeah. but face, it, does it not look like it? Because he stood up. If his <laughs> eyes had got bigger, I might 
the know, best one is when that that preacher. You remember the time they added all them because he make them faces. <laughs> oh, and they're yeah, they're that's, so <laughs> that's so good. That's somebody should was that Ernest Angley? That no, it was some other guy. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> All right, so another thing, oh, and Bubba, you were well, you're, you you're, you're showing some pictures, some pictures too. This thing about Prince Andrew. Oh boy, the, this this Prince Andrew thing. You're Did you good. see his interview with yes. the BBC? Mm-hmm. I actually went oh, back. I went back and watched it, and and it is it it is a absolute PR disaster because he's trying to Man. be cool and say, "Hey, I didn't know the girl. I didn't know this." Well, and, and the, even the reporter says, "Hey, I got pictures." And he goes, well, they may be faked. Yeah, oh yeah. And but and, and then she even asked him about his party and lifestyle, and he said, yeah, well, that's all blown out of proportion, whatever. And boy, the picture started rolling out. He's got debutantes licking his face. I know. No, He's on is, the dance floor. Oh he yeah, is partying. And this is right after he made the statement that he really wasn't into public displays of affection. Yeah. Also, they show a bunch of pictures. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everything he said. There were photographs that went went against it, and he claimed yeah. he always, when he was out in public, he always wore a suit and tie, and it showed he's got his shirt all ripped off. <laughs> it's just not good. Well, it's like everything he would say, somebody would show a picture of yeah. it not being true. Yeah, yeah. and like, then and I understand you can't believe what you see now. I got that, but uh, boy, he's some of these witnesses are locked in on him, and it. And here's the thing too he he admits that he had a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, and. You know, the the lady doing the interview was kind of like, well, you know, what? When did you know he had a problem? And you know, and and he was he was kind of stepping aside. He didn't he didn't seem to have a lot of compassion for the victims yeah. of Epstein, and that's what really got him in this. You're right because he kind of, I mean, he was like, well, once I learned he had a problem, I kind of, you know, but he he never addressed that, and you have to address right. that. I'm trying to remember his exact statement, exactly what you're talking about. I watched a piece of interview, and and when he referenced Jeffrey. Epstein, he said something that was very, very bland. Yeah. Yes, he. And when I found out, uh, he had a problem. He, it was, he said his behavior was undesirable yeah, or something. Yeah, she got, she got, that may have been the quote. And she yeah. goes, undesirable? Yeah. He's a pedophile. You know, like that? Yeah. And he was like, well, I was just trying to be kind. And he made some statement that was very no yeah, big or, or, yeah. the, or, or like children's listening or something. Yeah. He was trying to step aside. Yeah. It, yeah, everything it just said, it just came across poorly. I'll every say time that. he'd say something, they'd have a picture that countered it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, opposite it'd be day. like me saying, I don't wear green shirts, and they show a picture of me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I didn't work at Rick and Bubba. There's not, there I am on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> oh, logo <laughs> right. I don't like fried chicken. There am I eating, it, eating, eating Popeye's chicken sandwich. Well, I guarantee yeah. you, when it was over, his handlers looked at him and goes, well, that didn't go very well. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, we, no, like, no. Okay, maybe that didn't work do out you, like we Don't you think was. his handlers like, you know why we set this interview up, right? <laughs> Come across looking good. Yeah, you really messed it up. <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't you just admit you were a part of all of it, but you didn't know it was this bad? Oh, Something. I mean, but see, see, the people who are always covering, how they usually get caught is they go too far. Yeah. If if you want to do some muddied area, going look, I was a prince. Uh, I partied. I was young. I was stupid. stupid. I went yeah. all kinds of places. I hung out with all kinds of people, yeah. and I was chasing all kinds of women. And but I didn't have any idea that the kind of sinister stuff was going on that was going on. I thought these were just really wild parties. Yeah. You know, then when they keep, check then IDs. when they show pictures of people licking your face and yeah. and you with your chest blazing, you go, well, well he's yeah. he's saying that happened. And when you claim yeah. you don't like public displays of affection, they show like ten. <laughs> They didn't show one. I mean, they had a whole montage of it. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available, and we look forward to chatting with you.
866-WE-BE-BIG. RickandBubba.com is our website. Hey, if you're shopping for Christmas and you want the new CD, it's out today. 25 big ones available at RickandBubba.com by clicking on the store. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Thank you for being with us. Bubba has an update on Fartgate, and we uh, now have a response from the person accused of breaking wind on MSNBC. Okay. This comes from MSNBC. Sorry to disappoint the conspiracy theorist. Dang. It was the hardball mug scraping across the anchor's desk. Get yours today, and let's get back to the news. That, according to MSNBC. Hey, that's happened to Greg over well, here before. Mug will do it. Okay. it yeah. Mug will do it, Greg. Uh, it the representative, the representative uh, he put out retweeting Hardball's response and quipping total exoneration in all capital letters, as well as this too shall pass. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I have to give him funny props. That is on very that. I don't funny. care if he's a Democrat. Yeah, we don't funny. have to agree on funny. everything. That's a funny statement. That's a funny. And it was a mug moving across the table. To the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone trolling. Anonymous out of Kentucky. Anonymous, go ahead. Well, I'm not from Kentucky. I'm actually from Alabama. But I, I know this, this guy that farted wasn't in a city council meeting, but... I'm going to tell you, I'm the mayor of a small town, mm. and when you're sitting there at some of those council meetings, some of the stuff that people bring you uh, as, a, as a subject matter, I mean, you just got to fart. I mean, you can't help it. It's <laughs> oh either fart or, you, you know, whatever else. I mean, Greg, say it. I mean, it's better, you know, whatever. <laughs> so you're the saying, mayor, by the way. You're saying this goes Thank on you, at, at now, council ma'am, meetings a lot? You're wanting to remain anonymous, and you've said it's Alabama that you're the mayor of the city. Which, being female, that would probably be a smaller narrow, group. Yeah, uh, narrow the list. And I'm going to say your voice you. is pretty recognizable. Oh, my goodness. So she said every now and then you just got to let one rip. Some yeah. stuff they bring yeah, in there. There it is. Do you think she may be the governor, not a mayor? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We continue. I'm going to throw my voice. It's like, <laughs> Lines are available. 866-WE-BE-BIG, and you can get in right now. Curb Street, ready to take your phone calls. Let's start with Michael Huntsville. 30 seconds as well. 100.3 The River. Michael, go ahead. Hey, guys. Monkey Grass. Thanks hey. for the call, buddy. Bring it in. Yes, sir. No, I just uh, I, I listened to y'all talking about Prince Andrew, and, and I thought one of the best lines in that interview was when the reporter was asking about him profusely sweating, yeah. and then he comes back, and this is his actual quote. There's a slight problem with the sweating because I have a particular medical condition which is that I don't sweat or didn't sweat at the time. I thought that was <laughs> – yeah. Is it now trying to say – what? <laughs> Prince claimed, Andrew just say he didn't do anything. He claimed I don't sweat. That condition was from when he – I'm sure they had him on the front lines. When he was in the Falkland Island War, he got shot at, and that caused him – I mean, he tried to tie it to that. Why are we talking about profusely sweating? Because have, that's in some of the testimonies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, seen, one of the girls said he sweated a lot. Have you seen the video of him opening the door at Epstein's New York – place it looks like it's a giant big old door open it letting a girl leave smiling very friendly then shuts the door the one you showed so me was somebody one of them licking his face that's the one that yeah got yeah the debutante <laughs> the socialite we continue earl <laughs> jackson I mean, she's 
94.5. Earl, go ahead. Hey, good morning. To follow up on the talk about the, the, the English mascot there, um, we um, did you see their PR person or his handler actually told him, do not do this interview, and he retired. He resigned before the interview was done. He said, it's a train wreck. I have no part of it. So they just bailed on him. Well, you would have to. Like Speedy says, sometimes people have handlers, but they won't listen to them. And they won't. And and if you won't listen to the handler, the handler might not, might as well not be there. Well, I'll tell you, in the old days, he would have sent that lady to have the head removed. There ain't yeah. no doubt about it. Because <laughs> it made him look terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. We continue. And Ash- I don't know what he did or didn't do, but he looked off on that interview. Yeah, he did, Bubba. You talking about denying <laughs> things that everybody showed he was lying about? Uh, Ashley in Henderson, Tennessee. Ashley, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? Yeah, my husband did the, about the anchor. He did the exact same thing in college, except he was trying to let it out, and it actually came out so loud that everybody thought that it was a chair scooting across the floor. But he, he, actually, wow. he, said, no, he said nobody even looked back at him because so, everybody thought it was a chair. It was was he in a public well, situation? Was he, was he, he, was, unv- he was like a, he was in a college class. He, like, he was in class. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've done that before. You think you can do a cheek sneak, and that thing all of a sudden decides to yeah, get some noise is, in it. <laughs> Everybody yeah. thought it was a chair. <laughs> I remember a girl in class did it. She was asleep on her desk, <laughs> yeah, and, and she did it so loud it woke her up, and it yeah. changed everything. Speedy, oh, yeah. uh, look, look, I've, I've gone down the grocery aisle before and thought I was in, thought I was just going to crop dust, and all of a sudden had a little noise to it. Yeah, <laughs> and you, I do this. It was, hey, I make a noise, try to cover it up. Or how, hey! about, how about somebody's a little closer to you? And you thought oh they yeah, were. oh yeah. look, I've, little kids. They, they I've crop dusted funny. people at the grocery store many times. Yeah. <laughs> try walking through Sears, uh, holding hands with your little girlfriend as a teenager, and thought you'd do that, and it didn't work out well, buddy. Uh-huh. And I tried quit, to act, I tried to act like my story. tried to act like my shoes scraped on the floor. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Hey, <laughs> hey, what was that? Hey. <laughs> Uh, Danny in Kentucky. Danny, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I want to comment on your Chick-fil-A thing. Try to get your head wrapped around this thing. You got to understand, you got to go to the book of Revelation. You understand what's going on in America? I think God's fixing to let Satan loose like we've never seen him before. And it's just a preempt of all that, what's going on in this country. And that's all I got to say. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that very much. Yeah, I, I, right. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I, there's a lot of truth in, in that statement. Yeah, there is. Uh, ben, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Uh, when y'all release the next CD, maybe include a vinyl with uh, a few minutes of Greg, oh. like uh, like Andy Rooney, and maybe yeah. on the B-side, have Adler. You know what? Like we, you know, we'll have to go vinyl. back like Amy Grant did yesterday and release all of our old CDs on vinyl. That's on it. Vinyl. <laughs> That's Greg, it. Greg let, no let, let me tell you There's what no I love way. about this. Let me you tell you who is anti the return to vinyl is one Bill well, Bubba. You know, let me tell you why. Because it's worse. I have to it's agree. Worse. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Now, it's just, do I, I like, I'm out looking for record players again. I like recordings I didn't want it better than I do digital. The tape, the albums were cut on tape. But as far as going back to vinyl, I, I, Bubba, I wish we'd just go back to CDs. I like that better than this downloading. Crap I didn't want. I didn't want to throw the interview in the in the ditch yesterday. But there's no way Amy oh, likes vinyl better than the oh, digital. Stuff. Amy was told. Amy, look, Amy's handlers. They know these these vinyl boxes. Have you priced the vinyl? Yeah. Hey. Well, that's the thing. It's yeah. it's more of a collector's item with a lot. You know, you got, you got something to put your hands on. People like that. I find. I mean, I I know we have a former intern's a big vinyl collector. She came and got most of my old records, and that's fine. You enjoyed it. It's, uh, people. Some people like tube top radios too. It's fun to play with, but it's not the best technology out there. Now, some of the digital. Um, so, I'm sorry. 
Am I going too far? No, I'm just saying. Uh, you I'm trying to you, talk Bub, You're not into the return to vinyl. I mean, so that's uh, the bottom line. You're anti-vinyl. Some of the digital formats are you, you, you lose some of the fidelity in it, and I, I know Careful. that, and I understand that. But the good ones you don't, and it you can't even tell it. So, yeah, well, yeah I, if you can't hear the horn playing, then you don't know the horn's missing. I, well, I, I will say <laughs> this. I will say this, and again, it's called masking. I don't have. I don't guess I have that sensitive an e- of an ear, but. I recall vividly, and I've heard nothing that has made me feel that way since. The first time that I played a CD on something that was recorded the way they used to record. Yeah, not remastered. Yeah, and it was put on CD. It was the best sound I'd ever heard. Yeah. And, and you about blew your speaker out because yeah. everybody. And it was so much turn, better vinyl. When something started, we used to turn it up till you you heard the hiss, and then it was probably, and you go back just a little bit, and just it was probably about right. Well, you did that with the digital stuff. You'd blow the place up. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because it had no hiss. Yeah, and, and the know. downloadable stuff to me doesn't sound as good, but it doesn't sound so much different that I care. Well, right. an MP3 right. is 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 crunched up a little more than you know what some of the other file types are. So it's convenient, and it downloads quick, and it sounds fine for most people. But if you want to just, just really be critical and tear it apart and look at it, on equipment, it's missing a little bit. It's not as good as some of the other the wave files or some of the bigger files. The yeah. first time that I put in the CD and listened mm-hmm. to "Thorn in My Pride" by the Black Crows, that's pretty good. <laughs> I remember hearing that and hearing that Hammond organ come in, and I mm-hmm. thought, "This is this is as good a sound yeah. as I've ever heard." Yeah, and uh, and there really has been nothing that's come out since then that sounded that good. Right. You but, remember when? But again, uh, it doesn't bother me so much. I love the convenience. Right. Of the of, of everything we have. Do you remember the name? Because the the big laser disc was actually out before the the, the smaller one. Small, yeah. No so way. when we had the laser disc, then we had what was called the compact disc. Yeah, you know, you're right. that's ED. what we called it before we called it a CD. I know. Yep, the big one nobody could afford, but then they, they yeah, I remember it was massive, and it looked like a vinyl record. It was it just did. silver. Of course, everybody thought the compact disc was more durable than it really was. <laughs> well, it was oversold wear and tear it would take. It'll skip. Yeah. You can't stand on it, break it, and still play. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. Just listen to that sound. Let's find out how warm that is. We recorded that on tape, and then we put it on CD. Just feel it. Let that ham and organ just wrap around you. Show me how the sun shines Tell me about your heartache Who could be so unkind Do you dream to touch me And smile down deep inside Or could you just kill me It's hard to make up your mind sometimes My angels, my devils Thorn in my pride, my angels, 
Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Curb Street is our intern, and welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Glad to be here. Thank all of you for doing the same for 25-plus years now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bubba, we know when temptation presents itself, you have to, you have to resist. But I will tell you, I think that sadly, I might have been susceptible to this. South Carolina DMV workers accused of taking bribes to allow people to skip long lines. How about that? Are you, li- say, are you saying that the uh, DMV office had their own inside version of the fast pass? That is correct. <laughs> Three people, including two DMV employees, are facing bribery charges in South Carolina after investigators accused a man of paying money to skip long lines to transfer 18 vehicle titles. He, he knew he was going to be a while. Yeah, oh boy. Uh, and uh, our employees, 121 female, 125 female, accused of taking the cash in two separate bribery cases involving Robbie Ray Bershink. Uh, and they're they're in a lot of trouble. I didn't you know talking about, about Robbie Ray. It, go, it goes a lot deeper than this because I could understand them. Hey, let me cut line, but they changed the price of the vehicle as well down to like one dollar, and Ooh. and and then in addition to that, uh, there was only there was a limit of vehicles that you could yeah. get, and they went over that too. So Bottom line is he paid them for a lot. Yes. I want to be. I want to skip line. Yeah. Yes. I want to be able to exceed the number of vehicles you can transfer. Right. And I want to pay a lot a, less. A lot less. I don't want to pay the That's state's get infrastructure That's maintenance fee. Right. Right. And uh, so they took the money not to just let him skip line, but to let him have a whole new world. Yeah. There, there's in. somebody at the state right now mad they didn't think up that fast pass thing <laughs> to begin yeah. with and yeah. offer it, you know, legally. Yes. Right. The state thing. Look, mm-hmm. twenty bucks, you come to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. Let me tell our state: if you want more tax revenue from me, if you will offer a fast pass, I am in. Yeah, I'm talking about above board. Just a a fast yeah. pass. You pay more, and you get to go to the front of the line. I am in right now. Do you realize there's some states where do I go to click that mm-hmm. do it all online? Every bit of it. There is no such thing as a DMV in their state. No matter what your situation. Yep, it's all handled at the dealership and through the mail. Hmm. Please, oh, well, I get emails about it all the time. I think Tennessee's one of them. Really? Mm-hmm. I think so. How about that? That's what somebody said. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's your face, you're serious. <laughs> Walking tall, by Ned. You know what? In Tennessee, you know that's one of my considered places to go. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, on my list. I, I can't go to Florida because I I don't like Florida's weather. Mm. It's it's just I don't like it. I like your beach, but the rest of your state I don't like. <laughs> it's flat. It's just not. Flat. It's just not all. I mean, it's just hot and flat. Now the beach is very nice. You got you a beach. Yeah. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But and I mean some miles. Over. But your yeah. in, but your inland stuff is just a bunch of young pine trees and sand. It's not that pretty. <laughs> you know, I mean, would it kill you to have a hill somewhere? <laughs> the uh, so uh, I think the highest point in the states like forty feet. Right. I mean, it's Tennessee not very though. Tall. Now Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee's got some hills. Now look, Florida tried to lure me with their their no uh, their right. no state income tax. Right. Well, neither does Tennessee. Right. Really. Remember they they wanted to have one, and remember people were throwing rocks through yeah. the building. What about my, what about my property tax there though? I'm paying some. Oh, I'm sure it's all right now in Florida. They wear you out on that. Yeah, well, you remember. I that. mean, we're the state. We're the national champs on property. Oh, well, yeah. you remember that time we and had. I'm proud of. It. We had a candidate that we liked, and the candidate was just wrong on this. Wanted to raise property taxes, and the candidate threw out. Well, now I go down to 
you know, I go down to Florida and I pay this, this, this for property right. tax. And I said, but you don't pay state income tax there. You're leaving that part out. Right. So what you want in Alabama is versus to pay high state taxes and high property taxes. Yeah, you got to look. You got to have thing. one or the other. Yeah. If you're going to have high state taxes and you got to drop my property tax, you can't have high on both. Now you're turning into the Northeast. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's what I. I, there, I there's something the libertarian in me just violently. Here he goes. Is against property tax. That's just something about it. I can't, and you know, when I had to square off with the Chinese guess, guy that time, I hadn't forgot it. Well, the Chinese guy put you in your place. <laughs> well, he did. He? he did because he was right. He was right. Mm-hmm. We don't own our land. It was a much, it was a much bigger deal than than the the, the general's chicken that day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Well, he had a point. You know what? I'll give somebody a point if they're right. Mm-hmm. I go, well, heck, you're right. He gave you a little bit of bicentennial. Sometimes, Rick, there. every now and then, I have to go. Well, heck, you're right. You took <laughs> that red, white, and blue and had to eat it, didn't you? I did. I did. He told you you didn't own your land, did you? Yeah, and I changed my view on a lot of that. Yes, you don't until it's paid for. You and don't it, own it to well, you. The taxes, no, yeah, you the, don't own it to you. The taxes don't ever go away. You rent it from the government. And, and you know, what did he say? That's what he said. Don't pay your taxes on the land, see who it belongs to. Well, you don't pay your mortgage or don't pay your taxes, see so who gets it first. Mm-hmm. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I know. Well, he was right. Hey, he had a point. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with admitting somebody has a point. Where would, where would the founders be on property tax? <laughs> Oh wow! I didn't know you what noticed. There was. There's a fart sound. <laughs> back on MSNBC. Let me tell you what the founders would have said. You didn't notice in the Constitution, did you? Mm-mm. Well, they were big on owning land. Big. Yeah, they were. That was a sign of freedom. Well, that, I know. That was the beauty of America. That was the. And we had a lot of it. The gift. Mm-hmm. Stop in paying your taxes. Stop society. paying your taxes on your land. See who it belongs to. Yeah, it's just that's. Look, I understand the state has to have revenue to work, mm-hmm. I, and I'm not anti-funding the government right. if it's done responsibly. But uh, you can do it in other ways. Yeah, and I hate every time I bring it up. We need to raise our property taxes. No, can we be good at something? Hey, How about having low property taxes? That might, national that, champs, let's enjoy it. That might actually draw people to live here. That what's, may be what's your what's only it? chance this year. That's right. Okay, so. <laughs> That's a, this, yeah. <laughs> what about in Alabama? Let's just try not to be a doofus in everything. <laughs> <laughs> what about having low property taxes? That's that's good. <laughs> uh, I'd vote for none if we could get away with it. No, I'm with you. Look, I understand we got to raise the money, but let's do it. Some, send me a send me a citizenship. Here we go. He's going to the citizenship thing <laughs> where you pay one hey, fee to be a citizen. If you did that, if you did that, buddy, we'd 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 drastic. That's why we don't have it because people would absolutely <laughs> demand accountability on how that money was spent. No, you're right. Let's go to Tim and Jasper. Tim, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey guys, good morning to you. Hey, good buddy. morning. <laughs> yes. I thought I'd let you know back on the passing gas deal. I, I pastored for about 28 years, and uh, was preaching this in, uh, in Maxima, my own church. Uh, service went great. People were down the front praying, just worshiping, and, man, it just hit me. So I, I kind of meandered my way back in thought, back to the back of the stage, and, oh, yeah, felt much better. I've, you know, been holding that a while. and wow. Okay, and I go back up, and we'll start praying for folks, and, uh, <laughs> folks started looking up <laughs> and oh, looking around. And, uh, oh, oh. there's one girl looked at me and she said, mouthed out the words, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> and all I could say was, yes. <laughs> Needless to say, on that side of the church, I don't know why, people just started backing up and they just kind of got out of the worship. Oh, well, they did. Yeah. There, there's a movement of the spirit we're not looking for. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did it have a little noise? Did it have a little noise or just, it just smelled so No, bad? no, it was silent and deadly. Just but, that, just but that, I got tickled myself, so I couldn't do anything but just I cried last a while. Yeah, I'm a victim of that myself. 
Mm. Nina in Tennessee. Mm. Nina. Yes. 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 Go, go ahead. ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just giving you some input on as far as being up here in Tennessee, as far as the taxes are concerned, because I moved from Alabama as well. Um, and, uh, man, I love it. We only pay 35 bucks for our car tag. Thirty-five bucks standard. What about do you pay? Uh, do you do you have a DMV or do you get it through the mail? There is a DMV and you can go there, but the line is not very long uh, when you go because we generally do ours through the mail. Uh, when they come in the mail, you can just send them in. Yeah, we can do that here too. But but if you but there's certain yeah. Well, reasons somebody told you, me yeah. different on that. I don't know. I may have misunderstood what they yeah. were saying. What about your uh, and you yes. don't you don't have state income tax, right? She does look or they were crazy. We do not. What about property tax compared to Bama? Um, it's, it's a little higher. It's not that bad. It's not Florida. Um, and of course it depends on exactly where in Tennessee you are. If you're inside city limits on certain things. And we live just outside of Chattanooga. Yeah, so, oh, oh, state tax. Yeah, okay. yeah. They, I was actually, I, I, they don't have state income tax, right? But I was asking, what are the property taxes? And you said a little Correct. bit, a little saying. bit higher than Alabama. But if you're not paying the state income tax, you're actually paying less tax there, right? Correct. But I mean, what I'm saying is inside city limits, your property taxes are going to be a little bit higher. So yeah. depending on where you live, we live outside the, uh, the city of Chattanooga. So they're they're just a little bit higher than Alabama's, but they're not. Um, they're a little bit higher in inside the, the city of Chattanooga. But I'm well. where you live, yeah. if you went apples and apples, you lived in the same mm-hmm. type place in Alabama. If you take away the, the, the fact that you don't have any state income tax, even though your property tax is a little higher in Alabama, overall in Tennessee, you're paying a lower I number. Save money. Yeah, you save money. Yeah, okay. That, that was my point. All right. Yeah. There it is. There it is. 17 minutes past. And all you that want to raise Alabama's property taxes, you need to hear what you just said. Uh, the one, I'm, I'm looking online at Tennessee's uh, car tax. And while there may be some savings in that, they do have to have an emissions certificate with their car. We do not have to have that in Alabama. And yeah. that's a test. You have that to sounds have like an animal. I mean, yeah. a hassle. For it. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, sister, do you want to try? Twenty-three minutes passed. Well, in the break, we just found out that today, three years ago, our very own Eddie Van Adler got married. Yeah, that's right. It was on the uh, opening of gun season. For, it was there. Opening he is. Gun day. Yep. Three years married. He, he's telling <laughs> us that, 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 that three years. There's no real big celebration. I mean, but I think just the fact this was the day that you know you and uh, your lovely wife were united and and now have become one mm-hmm. and uh, and this is the day that your life got better yeah i mean i mean what's what's wrong with celebrating that yeah he said they're going rolling today at Lionheart academy to celebrate <laughs> yeah. so, what, what, so what, what's the big plan that, that veterans are you at the point where you try first to, of all i didn't say that second of all she's pregnant she shouldn't be doing jujitsu uh, buddy yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not right. well, bald man a, bald man be a gentle rolling Third all, third of all, we say this. One, two, happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. Thanks, Boy, Greg. Greg. I sang. Oh, wow, Greg, wish you cared about me and my family. Yeah, I sang. You mumbled, buddy. You didn't sing. Oh, that, little Adler, let's go back to the day. I remember oh. sitting outside at the it's barn. cold. The yep. barn at Shady Lane. We were a little more chilly yeah. than we wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful, though. But it was really absolutely was. beautiful. Bubba had his camo and Hunter's orange on. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. You were wearing the tux. It's a slot too tight, but... I mean, man, what a what a day! It was. Huh? It was. I was. I had nervous face on so bad. <laughs> yeah, you did. Y'all came up smiling. I was just like, 
<sighs> he was like, yeah, I'm getting married. <laughs> How about that? Hey, guys, thanks for coming. Hey, guys, thanks for coming. <laughs> like like I had. Why have like, I got dry mouth? Give me a fair breath. Why is my skin so pale? You know, right. That, that thing. Believe me, I have color sometimes. <laughs> but you're pale anyway. I was so nervous. <laughs> Really, guys? <laughs> what really? When we saw me him up, outside. He he really was. Oh, you nervous. were nervous, y'all. It, it messed me up so bad at the rehearsal. <laughs> the rehearsal dinner the night before, I um I walk I walked up to one of my wife's very good friends, and I'm like, hey, it was so great seeing your dad yesterday or whatever. Somebody, wrong person. And it was the wrong person. Oh, and my Adler. my wife was like, that's not Libby, you idiot. Like oh, seriously. Oh no. And so from that oh, moment so forward, good. I was worried about like doing anything socially weird like that. Yes, from that moment on. And then the day of, I I'm I almost I'm almost like afraid to tell this story. I don't think oh, I'm, no, I'm gonna, you, I'll tell you it. Tell oh, it. Tell it's been yeah. three years. Tell it's it. been three tell years. It. Tell it. Tell it. So my, Anything for the show. My wife worked very hard to make sure that I didn't know what her dress looked like. Uh, I didn't know anything. Like, I didn't know what her hair looked like, any of that stuff. And that that can be kind of hard to do. Like you accidentally you know, see a text message or whatever, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea. And it, even even uh, we didn't do pictures before the ceremony. The very first time I was supposed to see her on that day was when I'm standing at on the on the thing, whatever it's called, and she's walking down the aisle. <laughs> you talking about the altar? That's what it's called. Yes, yeah, that right. thing, whatever <laughs> it's called. Yeah, whatever they call it. Oh, they, you know, the holy altar. And um, someone was there uh, taking some pictures, mm. and the groomsmen were in one area, and the bridesmaids and all the brides were in another area, and somebody took a picture of the flower girl and my wife. Before the wedding, here we go. Very cute, very neat. Very, I love the picture now. Um, but then showed it to me. Oh, two no. uh, two hours before the wedding. Oh, oh, wow. And I go, I'm not supposed to see that man. Mm. And so, did two, you say it just like that? Yes, uh-huh. yes. I'm not supposed to see that yeah. man. I was, yeah. I was, and, and like you, you go through a lot of work, a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's the years. whole, you know, there's the whole like you know superstition thing, which I don't believe. Not you know nothing like that. Marriages take work, and they're going to fail if you let them fail, and they'll succeed if you. The, you work to make them succeed, and you rely on God, and you both aim towards the Lord. Right. Come on, and preach. It's work right. out. And you're, yeah, qu- and you're quoting your counselor on that. It's going to work out <laughs> right. if you do that. Verbatim. Eddie Van Adler's marriage conference coming soon. Yeah, but picture the, it. But that moment, guys, I'm like, all right, what else? What else am, is am I going to run into? Like, am I going to accidentally knock the cake over? So you thought this was setting a bad. So it, it so gave I you was, the heaves. It so. gave me the heaves. I had yeah. the heaves for the rest of the day. I literally cried with laughter. As I'm peeling out in the Mustang, the old old timey convertible Mustang that we got for the wedding, we were both crying with laughter. So glad that the whole day was over. Yeah. Not even yeah, joking. It, it, it and you don't even remember. It was like a blur. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness. I dislocated the flower girl's arm. I don't you know did. if y'all remember, I remember that. That terrible. Tragedy. My niece, my beautiful Lily, that was so my niece terrible. Lily. I was like, all right, I don't want to have any weird conversations. I'm just going to go to the dance floor and dance with the flower girl. I'm spinning the flower girl around by her arms, and I hear a pop sound. She begins crying, and we had to get a nurse. Luckily, there was a nurse there that knew what she was doing. She was like, that's called a, what is it called, like a babysitter's break or a nanny's sprain or something like that. (laughs) I'm throwing all kinds of words out there Mm -hmm. right now. But our groomsman who saw his wife where he's supposed to. Yeah. Right, right, right. Y'all, my my niece's elbow was out of socket. Luckily, God the nurse. Me. What you're supposed to do in that situation, if the kid if a kid gets yanked like that, you're supposed to have the kid palm up and then they oh. come up and touch their shoulder. And she immediately stopped crying after that. 
And by the way, uh, I she uh, she's not actually a nurse. She's my goddaughter's mom. I just told everybody she was a nurse. Okay, a lot, so everybody boy, three would years calm later. Down. smart. Three so, years later, we're really getting the real deal. So everybody would calm down. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's, it's fine. She's, she's a nurse. Like, at what point? Real this is Rachel. She's awesome. She's a nurse. I think. <laughs> at what point? She's been to the hospital before. <laughs> you just said it called her a nurse when you told the story. Now. Well, that's because I've had to, I had to tell people she was same, a nurse. Same then. story. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Rick, when we pulled up, she wasn't a nurse. I saw Adler like without his coat on running across the parking lot. Yeah. And, and I remember telling Betty, that can't be good. No. No, and I don't a, even know where he went. You know what you <laughs> want to know? You know what you want to know? Is he chasing there. Aaron? Yeah. No. <laughs> what was or, is he run, or is he running away? Oh, yeah. it's the ring. I had to go get the ring. You idiot. The ring, I'm not the idiot. I'm not supposed to have the ring at that point. And then I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, who has you the ring? You bought it, didn't you? They were, it's up at the house. I'm like, okay, somebody's supposed to have that. A lot of people dropped the ball that day, and I'm still angry about it. That's way to edit Oh, wait, wait. Wait, wait, this is supposed to be a sweet, a sweet happy thing. anniversary. Yeah, uh, baby, I love you. I'm sorry I work here. Uh, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm looking forward to a hundred more years and our baby coming up. Love Rick you so much, baby. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, we're back. Thanks for being with us at eight six six. We be big. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up. Compassion International, man, what an honor to team up with them uh, again. Right now, we're trying to see if we can get our audience to be responsible for at least one hundred children being sponsored before Christmas. Could you pray about this? And uh, maybe it's something you've been considering. You know, when you deal with Compassion International, you'll work through you know a, a local church that's been established uh, in the region. Uh, the child's uh, spiritual needs and physical needs will be met. And these are some of the uh, the poorest parts of our country, and there's 60,000 children, sadly, uh, that are on a waiting list hoping that someone will sponsor them. Uh, I know that it will benefit this child. I know that. But uh, I think that you need to consider how much it's going to actually be a benefit to your family as well. It certainly has to been to ours and I know it will be for yours. So if you'd like to find out, you know, maybe there's something you feel called to. Maybe there's a region of the world or a certain age child, maybe male or female. Maybe there's, you know, a birth date that means a lot to your family in honor of maybe a loved one. Uh, all these things can uh, can be done to find a child that you feel like is the one that you've been called to to sponsor. All you have to do to be uh, put into the, the, the 100 children that we're hoping to sponsor before the end of the year that are tied to this show is to go to Compassion.com slash Bubba compassion.com slash Bubba. Now, if you would prefer to talk to someone, you can call 855-293-2323. Again, mention the Rick and Bubba show so that the child you're sponsoring will be part of this number that we are trying to not just meet but exceed before Christmas. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so Tua Tungvaloa, the, uh, the, the prognosis, uh, the surgery uh, was Monday morning in Houston. Uh, and they are saying that this surgery uh, was successful, and they call his prognosis excellent uh, after the successful surgery. So I think what a lot of people, when you when you're out there talking about this, um, you know, when we say the prognosis is excellent, is that prognosis excellent for quality of life, or is that excellent excellent for playing football again? I, I, you know, those are not the same thing. Um, and certainly his quality of life, I hope, is the thing that we're most concerned about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a, was a very serious injury. It's a very tedious surgery. 
we have learned a lot from these injuries uh, in the past, and, and people feel like that that opportunity may present itself. And then you hear everybody discussing the football side of things. Does this, does this mean that uh, he'll still go into the NFL draft? Uh, will a team still draft him? I heard someone estimating the other day that he even saying that he would be drafted, but this injury probably cost uh, him somewhere in the neighborhood of $25 million. Um, as far as where he'll be in the draft. Now, I don't know if that's accurate or not. That was just somebody being sharp, acting like they knew. But but, uh, but we do that know. I was probably assuming he was the first overall That was it. Pick. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It's probably it. about right because isn't that the cap now? No. Well, they have a limit, uh, you know, the, yeah, for a cap the rookie cap. contract. Yeah. Was it 20 or 25 yeah, million? 20 yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they said now, because of all these limits, being late in the first round is a substantial difference oh, in pay. Drop. Huge drop in pay. But you can certainly earn it back if you prove that you can play. Some people were saying that he, um, uh, it may be a good thing for him in this situation, making the best of the situation. That maybe now he can go to a team that you know is not so bad, uh, because he'll go later in the first round now if he still goes into the draft and can be healthy enough to do that. Uh, and then he also probably won't play his rookie year; probably still be rehabbing and getting ready. That this might be long term for NFL career might be to find a silver lining in all this. Um, and, you know, I heard, the thing that I heard that was very, very interesting yesterday, and, Bubba, you may have heard it too, and, and I didn't – they didn't say the source, so I, I cannot say whether the source was reliable or not, but I know that, um, uh, that Feinbaum acted like it was something that he trusted. You know, because a lot of people were saying that they, that they know firsthand – now, again, who do they know that from? <laughs> right. But – I'll just tell you what was reported in the sports circles yesterday, that he was not playing at all in that game until Thursday. And uh, as late as Thursday, he still was not going to play because they said, we think we can win the game without him. We want to see if we can't get him a little healthier. Get him 100%. And get him, yeah. get him closer to 100% by the Auburn game because now, especially since we've lost, we need to be impressive. Then you think, well, what about, <clears throat> what about the Mississippi State game? Because I will tell you this, it, it, this is a fact Alabama scored three points after after Tua was out of the game. Three. And they had the rest of the second quarter and all the second half. Well, I'll give them a pass yeah. on that. They were they were three kind points. of th- they were thrown into a I imagine uh, they were you know, shook uh, up just by absolute, seeing that a little bit. Yeah. And and when he was when he was given a week to prepare, I guess it was against Texas saying who was it against? It was Arkansas. Arkansas, but which you, you, I know. You're gonna, you gonna tell me running up yardage on Arkansas. I'm just saying yeah. it he looked better. And now, I, we're getting reports from yesterday when we talked about this that C.J. Mosley had the same surgery and has re- returned and did great uh, he has, in the NFL. That's the reports. And then also, two his parents said yesterday that he had an insurance policy that, that is out that if his draft status drops, his, insur- or his insurance policy will yeah, cover. And that will be good. So, so uh, I guess he's all right on that, that side of things. I was just well. trying to <clears throat> defend playing him saying yeah, you know, no. there's, there's no guarantee that they were going to do well with with uh, with Mac Jones yeah. at, at the helm against Mississippi State, maybe what if that turned out to be a struggle? Yeah, but but here's <clears throat> this is what was said, and I do not know whether it's true or not, but it was reported in the sports circles yesterday that his family pressured Saban to play him, uh, that they were saying, look, he needs to get reps, he needs to he needs to get put uh, to start showing people that he can play, so it wouldn't affect his draft status, the ankle injury. And that they pressured. Now, it, I find it hard to believe that Saban would be pressured by yeah, any family. Yeah. But that's what they were saying is that the family really wanted him to play. And, then, of course, Tua really wanted to play. And um, and then there's the discussion of it 35-7. to seven. 
But to me, that's it, the, 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 the if he's one hundred percent healthy, <clears throat> all first teamers play the first half in any yeah. in any blowout. Yeah. Now the fact that he was injured, I think that opens it up to a little more of yeah. at thirty five to seven. Do you take an injured player and go ahead and pull him out? Uh, yeah, they've been addressed that at halftime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's reasonable to think that you wanted to play him to get reps. You were going to play him a half, and you were going to pull him out. And they were trying to do a two minute drill, yeah. get that well, in. Yeah. And the then the pull reason him. this discussion even started, mm-hmm. okay, was during the game during uh, three minutes before it happened. Mac Jones is warming up. The commentators have already gone into the mode of two is done for the day. Max coming in. Okay, that was the that was the line. Then you see a conversation, and nobody knows what was said, but it looks as if Tua walks over to Saban and talks him into going into one more series. Now that's not what happened, but if you're watching the game, that's what looks like happens. Greg, you know what this sounds like? And Friday Night Lights when Booty Miles was supposed to be out of the game, and, yeah. and, and somebody couldn't find her helmet. And he ran the, in. The are, commentators, oh Rick, were were going with this narrative. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, and that series is when it happened. And so, and Saban did a good job, I thought, handling it on the. He said, I'm, I never worry about players getting hurt. It's part of football. It is. He said, We had, we were going to play him the entire time until the end of the half. We wanted to let him go through the two minute drill since there were three minutes left. And it, it was completely different than the way the narrative would be oh, described sure. by the commentators. So let's move into now, just, you know, hopefully and prayfully, he'll, he'll, if he wants to have an NFL career, he will, and it'll be fine, and he'll fully recover and have a great quality of life. And that certainly looks like that that may be the case. So now you get into where we are now. And, you know, one thing we didn't talk about yesterday that I did not even know because I didn't watch the game, I didn't realize that LSU gave up 600 yards to Ole Miss. Yes. Mm-hmm. 600. That running quarterback. They I, I've seen way. the yeah. quarterback play. He He's a handle for Yeah, people. I saw him too. He yep. is. He is, no doubt. But 600 yards. Um, a lot of yards. not good. And, and so you and you look at – so I'm, I'm sitting here right now thinking to myself – LSU may run the table. They're certainly good enough to do it. They got enough offense to do it. But this is not, you know, I heard somebody say it best yesterday, and they were 100% right, where they say, hey, LSU's offense is not your daddy's LSU offense. Well, it's not your daddy's LSU defense either. Uh, They certainly have a lot of offense, but that is not a powerful LSU defense, just like Alabama's defense is not what they normally have. And you look at Georgia, who has a great defense and a good offense. And that SEC championship game, if everybody can yep. get there, yeah. if everybody can get there good. in the shape they are now, I'm telling you, Georgia, Georgia will, against, will give them all they want to in the dome, oh, yeah. which is going to be a home game for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I said it the other day, Rick, I, and I watched very closely during that game. I was impressed with Georgia's offensive line. They took what everybody says is a good defense and protected their quarterback one sack. And now they're that same offensive line, that same offense is now going against go against a bad defense, right? That, and that, and that, you that, know that isn't that good. If you had told me before the Auburn Georgia game, and and if you come from the future and you said Georgia Fromm is only going to be sacked one time, I would say Georgia is going to win that game. If you tell me he sacked seven times, I say Auburn wins. Yeah. I mean that is a usually a really clear fact on how the game goes. So LSU's defense is not as good as Auburn's. Georgia's defense is probably close to being as good as Auburn's. 
On paper, probably better in some cases. I don't think they're better, but I understand what you're saying on paper. But I think they're probably close. No. They're close. Statistically, I think Watch they out. are. He's statistically. But there's a lot of factors on that because Auburn's offense keeps their defense on the field the entire game. <laughs> right. But, but, but anybody. But <laughs> they was, have to play so, twice as many so you, have, so you have to be careful <laughs> right. about, about those kind you. of numbers. Yep. But I've seen both of them play, too, and I think Auburn's defense is better. But I think Georgia's is a lot better than LSU's defense. And I think Georgia's defense is better than Alabama's defense. So now you're going to have Georgia's offense possibly running wild on LSU's defense because Ole Miss did, uh, and and then you're going to have a better defense to be able to if you know Auburn's defense was able to hold LSU 23. to 23 points with 90 something snaps at home. Uh, so uh, so L- if if Georgia's defense can keep them down in the 20 in the 20s 20 to Georgia's offense can certainly score yeah. more than 20 points on that defense. You know, I was watching some of now, LSU now none of that may happen. I'm right. just saying But you yeah, know. you're just you're just trying to armchair it like all of us do. It's I'm not a, the sport. I'm not an LSU defender, but I watched that game, Ole Miss and LSU and and saw the replay yesterday and they were winning 31 to 7 at halftime and it just seemed like Look, they just got disinterested in the game. You, it, it did to me. Now, taking nothing away from offense cuz that quarterback was a mess for them. That he really was. But do you remember the 10 horn game, Georgia yes. Southern Alabama? Yeah. yeah. You remember that one? It was you get a little of that on you sometimes. You know, yeah. stats. Well, but, oh, you remember I, Georgia I Southern that. ran through them like yeah. through yeah. a 10 horn. <laughs> no, and, and that was a really good defense. Doesn't mean every defense and offense matches up that same yeah. way again. Right. And you're not that motivated. But LSU's defense isn't that good. Not by their standards. Not by their standards. They're still not horrible, but, yeah. but not by their standards. <laughs> no. But uh, so, uh, and I'm going to tell you, watch out for Texas A&M sitting there. Boy, they can really be a spoiler right now. They can be a real spoiler. Oh, yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes to the top of the hour. Phone trolling music. Look at Lake Curb Street in there. He ready, baby. 866-WE-BE-BIG. At the end of 30 seconds, the old buzzer sounds. Your time on the program will come to a close while you're dialing. And if you dial now, you can get in. How about these golden tickets, H-Ray? Hey! I got a ticket. Let's say hello to Tim and Rachel Poole. Where are you? Got in here a little late. Guys, oh, they missed the free cookies this morning. We were giving out free CDs and coffee, and I'll get you some here in a minute. I know you had your heart set on a, a CD from 25 years ago that Walmart sent us. I didn't sell. All right, so uh, we also have Brian and Roger and Shirley Ralph. And happy birthday to Roger. Roger, look, that Rick and Bubba hat, just like he likes it up there, smooth. Uh, also, Mark and Robin Lockett here, and it's Robin's birthday as well. Uh, Ginger McLean, where's Ginger? There's Ginger Bonita Lancaster. There she is. And the Collins are here, Boyd and Debbie. And Debbie Collins having a birthday, too. Uh, they all get the Ricky Bubba double CDs. They take it with them. They also get a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Hey, a little holiday midnight, Greg, right now. Coffee of the month, a little dark roast. And uh, you can have that, and you can love it. And 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. If you ever want to join us on a Rick and Bubba show, just go to rickandbubba.com. You can click on Contact, and the tickets are free, but they do need to be reserved. Or you can come hang here by Big Boy outside the window, and if seats are available, we'll work in. George is standing by in Gadsden. Lines are available for you if you want to get in. 
At 866-WE-BE-BIG and trolling we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a-trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. How about it, George? Welcome to the program. Z93. Hey, guys. Three unrelated comments quickly. First of all, if Adler has a girl, uh, I recommend Dickie Jean Adler. Second of all, uh, I had a dog that lived from October of 1985 to April of 2006 and 2006 third of all if georgia loses to lsu and alabama wins out alabama's in the playoffs all right by the way he did that in 28 seconds that's good stuff so what did he say about the playoff again he said if georgia, georgia loses to lsu alabama's in no he said if georgia wins didn't he did he, did he? No. that makes well, more sense no no if georgia no. wins then georgia LSU's, wins, in. lsu's in yeah, that's what LSU I would needs, think too. Yeah, absolutely. But he said if 100%. Georgia loses, I disagree with what he said. Then Georgia's out, and he's saying no, Alabama would. I think the only road for Alabama Georgia is loses, for, LSU's the only one from the SEC goes in. Correct. I, I, LSU's got to beat Georgia bad for Alabama and the Pac-12 and Big 12 have got to stumble, and that's yet to happen. Well, that's what I was going to say. And the Big Ten, and that's yet to happen. And it, and look, things happen for Alabama. They've happened in the past, and it may work out. I think the Mac Jones hurts because you don't have your starter, and the committee will consider that. And we'll see how Alabama plays with him the rest of the way. That'll have a lot to do. So how how Alabama plays with Mac Jones, and as as everybody else said, there's going to have to be, which could happen, there's got to be some major stumbling and bumbling by other teams here at the end for Alabama to get to the four. But that's happened in the past, and it could happen again. Sure. Yep. But it's it is a it, you got to depend on other people. You're certainly not in charge of your own destiny. Right. And it's got to fall certain ways and all that. And that one game that he's talking about doesn't control it. No, it doesn't. He, he's just blanket statement that this particular SEC championship game, if it goes this way, they're in. That's not the case, guys. I want that, that's the I biggest break chip, to everybody. But, but it's it's a lot of pieces to that. Play. Do I have this right that A and M plays Georgia and LSU? Left. I know they play LSU. I don't know if they play Georgia. Does or not. Texas A and M? I don't know the answer to that. I, do they play both of them? Hmm. See, so Texas A and M has left. Um, they're they're at Georgia. And at LSU. Yeah, they play this week, as a matter of fact. They play both there of them. Wow. Yeah, it's a 2.30 hey, game on um, Watch out, A&M. Saturday. I think we're giving A&M too hey, much just credit. Just be careful. But, but I'm just saying I, be careful. I hear you. I hear you. Loud and clear. I'm saying easy. Be loud and clear. Oh, Jimbo Fisher. Ain't nobody paying attention to him out there. And When's the last time somebody mentioned A&M? Look, Jimbo's very capable of pulling an upset like that. I mean, he's won a national championship. He's a good coach. Mm-hmm. And they're capable. I have no idea how good they are on defense. They must not be very good because they've lost to some teams that are not very good on offense. But – what, what, watch well. <laughs> watch that running quarterback with LSU's problematic Mine. defense with running quarterback. That foregone conclusion that he had, too, that they can get past Auburn with Mac Jones is yet to be seen, too. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, that's, that's what a, I said. That's an unbelievable Remember, I put that in the fact. I know, I know, but I'm talking about this yeah. guy. Mac Jones has got to show that when he is the quarterback at Alabama, they're just as good as they were when they had two, and I don't think they are. Yeah. But, and then – that Auburn defense will be if he can roll up a lot of points against that Auburn defense. That certainly will help Alabama, no doubt. Or if they get a field goal, they might win. Well, against Auburn, yes, but I don't think a field goal is going to help them. <laughs> yeah. in the, in the, and that well, would equal the points that he was able to sorry. score against Mississippi State. It's true, yeah, but, but it anybody, true. but I can't the, even kick field te- goals anymore. Texas A and M's only three. What's lo- happened to Auburn's kicker? Texas A and M's only three. And holder. Texas A and M's only three losses are to Clemson, Auburn, and Alabama. Mm, look out! Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Hey, I mean that that's just Here's what I say about the fact. fact that Georgia and and LSU both have to play Texas A&M. I'm just saying keep an eye on it. One of them. Yeah, they I mean they're they're right in the middle to make a mess out of it. 
That's not. I mean, that's it's it's not. They should both win, but it's not a. It's it's not a slam dunk. Don't look past Arkansas. <laughs> well, we can all look Boy, past that Arkansas. Would, that would be matter of fact. I'm going upset of all time. I'm going it? to coach whatever team would like to have the coach have a day off, and we will still beat Arkansas. Yeah, hmm. <clears throat> Arkansas's terrible. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. And uh, but but hopefully that will change for them at some point because I don't like them being bad. It ruins the conference. So uh, so we'll we need them playing better now. I mean, we're used to Vanderbilt being bad, and that's about it. Right. And Vanderbilt's doing what they can. That's all we can expect of them. But right. we got to have more out of Arkansas. Yeah. And they'll give somebody a game every now and then, sure. especially like Florida or mm-hmm. somebody. And by the way, South, hey, South Carolina, can y'all get consistent, please? Wow. <laughs> what, what, I mean, what in the world? Hey, man, they're going to be Clemson. I mean, they could. But, wow, which team's going to show up? See, now see, they host Clemson that, that on team, the 30th. That team went in and beat Georgia. Now, that just shows you anybody can win on any given day. Now, here's what you got to know. The, the worse South Carolina continues to look, the more ugly that loss is for Georgia. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just it's ugly. I'm talking about if you get in one of these push know, situations. Now, if Georgia can go ahead and win the rest of their games and win the SEC, they're good. They're right. fine. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Davis, if you're on hold right now, you can get the new CD right now. He was asking when he can get the new CD. It's available at the Rick and Bubba store right now. So, Davis, just go get it. It's available. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.